0: Hello, hello. Everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey
1: and Aaron.
0: Woohoo. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, your season, I was just telling Aaron. So, like, before we start recording, Aaron and I always kind of like talk about a few little things like update each other is there anything we shouldn't talk about we just like do a little meeting beforehand and I just told her I was like I obviously like watched this season minus the last like two episodes but I don't know I'm watching it again for this time and I'm like it's juicy I'm I'm invested into some shit (laughs) I'm like whoa I don't remember a lot of this it's actually like
1: a pretty good season and I'll never forget when I think the two of us did this interview with Reality Steve and he was saying how our season was definitely the most like emotionally invested season. Like there's a lot of like emotional connections or emotional like, you know what I mean? Things going on. Yeah. And I completely agree. And it's so funny because like being so far removed, I know we talked about this last episode, but I'm actually weirdly enjoying watching I know it's only episode two and I know that like – Wait, this is episode three. Or episode three. I'm sorry. Episode three is like I'm – I know it's still in the beginning and my self-destruction is still to come.
0: Oh, we're going to talk so, about it.
1: But so far, I'm actually not hating myself. Like, I'm like, no, no, not at all. Not at like, all. You know, like, I definitely am going to cringe when we start recapping, you know, the episodes coming up. But like, so far, I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. And I actually no, like, not bad at all. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's been a
0: good season. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm like into it. I'm invested. I'm invested in some shit. And there's even a few parts that like things happened that I forgot about. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe he's going to do that. I was like, Ooh, this is getting. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this episode, it picks up right at like Erica's breakdown during the bonfire. Yep. So she talks about how Kendall's words and actions just are not matching. And Mark reminds her this experience, Temptation Island, it needs to be about what she wants, not what Kendall wants. And he said a quote that I freaking loved. Uh-huh. And I, I-, feel, I feel like you know exactly uh-huh. what
1: I'm about to say. I just want to say real quick. Yes. Did I not say to you that at one point, I I really thought Erica was confident in her and Kendall. And I was starting to question Corey and I. I can't remember if it was last episode. or It was last episode. Yeah. And you were like, really? And I was like, I'm telling you, just like the energy Erica was giving off in the beginning was that like she really thought they were there like and going to make it.
0: And obviously
1: it's tough because, you know, everyone goes into the situation thinking that or like feeling differently. But – She even says it like she she said it in this bonfire. She's like, I'm so confused because I thought I was confident in our relationship, but not seeing Kendall in his actions, it's like Erica who. And I was like, see, I knew it. Like I really think she felt in her heart that it was kind of going to be an experience they both work on themselves and they grow, and then they leave together, and then.
0: This is the thing too, though, for anyone that's ever been in like a toxic relationship with like a really manipulative person. When you're like when you're with a manipulative person, their biggest thing is they always want to isolate you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with Erica, when she's alone with Kendall all the time back in like San Diego, just isolated with him, like doing her chores and shit. She's so manipulated and like under his spell and alone and isolated that in her mind, she now thinks that what they have is like a good thing. Oh, yeah. And now that she's on the island, separated from him, and he's not able to manipulate her every freaking decision and every thought, Mm -hmm. now it's starting to hit her that, oh, shit, like this isn't normal. Yeah. And, you know, being away from him, it's starting to sink in that this is freaking weird.
1: Well, I mean, and you can see throughout this episode, too, the, with him and Alexis, like, he's clearly very good
0: at convincing people. Dude, I, I have so much shit to, to talk just, about, Kendall. I just, like, what is up with this dude? Like, I'm convinced- What is up with all these girls, like, bowing down at his that's, feet? Exactly. God, I'm going to go on a rant later. I'm saving it.
1: No, but for real, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I we're, we're clearly missing something. Like, he, We're missing something. He must be very good smooth talking yeah I, I don't
0: know because like it's freaking weird uh, uh, yeah so yeah I get it I think that's what happened I think when she's alone with Kendall isolated under his spell she has somehow convinced herself and he has convinced her that everything is normal and fine and amazing but as soon as she's away from him and she starts kind of noticing things that when he's around her he probably disguises mm-hmm. now she's like oh shit like this is not normal yeah so, Mark says this quote, and like, I freaking loved this. And even you in the background, you're like nodding your head, agreeing.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: says, Practical is not particularly good, and emotional is definitely not bad. Yeah. Facts, I love that. Facts. I love that. So I feel much. like p- being practical all the time, like, yeah, I get it. There are situations where you need to be like logical and practical. But I don't know. I think the most amazing, incredible things in life, it takes putting, like, being practical to the side and, like, going all in with yeah, your Yeah, being the spontaneous. Good shit, the good shit is being emotional. That's how you get that good, mm-hmm. good shit.
1: Yeah, and just also, like, you don't need to do everything so, like, by the book. cookie cutter. Like, be yeah. spontaneous. Like, stop yes.
0: so literal. Like, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Follow your heart and live in the moment. Well, you only live once. I, <laughs> Drake famously said, yo. <laughs> I feel like... No, but for real, I feel like that's not a fun way to live. Like,
1: you have to do everything so literally. Like, Yeah, Mm. no.
0: I loved that. I know. Okay, anything else before we go into Kristen's churn? Nope. Okay, Kristen's churn. Her clip is exactly what you said last episode. It's setting it up for him. It's actually kind of making it look like he set up the whole dance Mm -hmm. situation. Laugh Dance, God, Temptation Island producers, yeah. you guys are just being dirty. And Dirty people. They man. they cut it off at such a yeah, good time. They, they made it look so bad. I know, it and that's did, what's it, weird. Didn't, it
1: didn't look good. It's like looking back and rewatching it, I'm like, oh,
0: like that yeah. looks bad. Like that looks bad. You know what I no, mean? No, it literally looked like he was setting up that whole dance party, getting the chair, like mm-hmm. having the girl walk around him. I mean, it looked bad. Like yeah. I was like, damn, like they really and it wasn't bad at all in no, reality. No, no. It's just no. the crazy part. Mm-hmm. So that's her that's her clip. And she she kind of says, like, he's always been she's, she's basically like, can you walk the walk Julian and like where are his priorities at? She's kind of going off for a little bit. Yeah. Then we find out that he's actually mm-hmm. not just cheated on her once he's cheated on her twice. Yeah. So this has been like a reoccurring mm-hmm. situation. Mark says you're a victim of comfort in your relationship. When are you willing to get uncomfortable? I was going to say, let's chat. about like, I really believe, I don't know if you believe in this. Mm-hmm. I think your comfort zone, like, will kill you. Mm-hmm. I what really you believe that.
1: Elaborate on that.
0: Like, I really think in order to live, like, your best life and in order to experience the best things that life has to offer, like, falling in love and, like, that type of stuff I really think it takes getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you're afraid of and being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and saying things and doing things that terrify the fuck out of you yeah like in order to get the good shit that like you know, deep down in your heart and soul, you want, you have to do the shit you're scared of.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love that. No, that
0: was perfectly said. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I was like, when he said that, like, um, you're a victim of your, of comfort in your relationship. When are you willing to get uncomfortable? I was like, damn, like everybody, everybody get out of your comfort zone. And I will say like, it took Kristen
1: a little while to get out of it. I'm sure. Um, you know, even after this bonfire um, and even with us girls, like there was a big part of her life that I know at least myself and Chelsea didn't know about. I And I can't speak for Erica. I don't know if she had told Erica because the two of them.
0: Were close. At
1: one point were very, very close. Um, yeah. And eventually she did share with us and she shares it on Temptation Island as well. And it was absolutely heartbreaking. But like we had no idea any of that had happened. Yeah. And I just think everyone's different. Like someone like myself, I am an oversharer or I just – I am almost too comfortable sometimes. So I just tell everyone everything. Um, Yeah. And I'm not saying one's good or one's bad because everyone processes things differently. But I will say that with Kristen, we were always like – trying to get her out of her comfort zone. Yeah. And I think like the guys were too, but I also saw where she was coming from, especially after hearing what like had what happened, been what, what yeah. she had been through. I was like, okay, I get it now. I get why your guard is up. It, it makes sense. Yeah. It's deeper yeah. than. She's been through some real shit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, I,
0: I get it too. But
1: I love how she said, I know that Julian can talk the talk, yeah. but can he walk the walk? I was like, I, can't I love, love walk that the walk. because that's so true. And I feel like that goes for so many people out there, girls so and many. guys. Like, yeah. People nowadays, especially with social media, it's are all so good at the talk, smooth talking, getting themselves yep. out of situations. They get caught in something. They always have an excuse. There's always, and then the patterns are repeating, like your actions yep. and your words don't align. Yep. And that was something that I'll say it Corey and I struggled with yeah I'm watching him on this episode I'm actually like feeling for him I enjoyed watching him this episode but it's like I have to I have to say it like he was very good at telling me what I wanted to hear
0: yeah he was lying to me and he was lying
1: to me in a nice way he wasn't lying to me and like cheating on me but he was telling me
0: things that you know, what, He was telling you what, exactly what you wanted to hear, creating like your dream life and then never ar- following through. Exactly. And it was, yeah. it was to keep me around. And it was like, that's not fair
1: to do to someone. Like, I'm sorry. I'll admit, like, I can be hard on people. If I see your full potential and I'm trying to plan a future with you, I'm going to try to push you to your full potential because yeah. I see it in you and I want to get it out of you. It's your yeah. job to take the next steps and do it but please don't yeah. lie to me. Don't feed me this bullshit to keep me around, especially when yeah. I'm behind the scenes planning our future, thinking yeah. X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And you know, all along, it's not going to happen. And you're lying to me. That's not fair. That's almost worse than like, yeah. I'm sorry. And that's why No, it's bad. I'm enjoying watching our season because it's like, it's giving me a different like input and like, yeah. I'm, a different perspective. A different perspective, especially with being in a different relationship. And obviously yeah. there's some things that I wish I would have done differently. And um I'll never take back how I made Corey feel or how I felt in the experience because I do think that I know there's truth to to what is being said on the show. I know that I talk yeah. to him a certain way. I know that sometimes I would make him feel less confident or, you know, whatever. But yeah. On the other end of that. There's a
0: little more to the story than just that. Exactly. And honestly, Erin, I will say, being so close with you over the last, like, year or so, like, we've been really close last year, I obviously know all the details. I'm proud of you right now for saying what you're saying. Because I've, I always have told you the things that you tell me, I'm one of those friends. If you tell me shit and you're like, it can't get out, I really will never fucking tell a soul and I've been holding this shit in and mm-hmm. hearing you start telling your story bit by bit. Oh, man, yeah. I'm proud of you, No, <laughs> There's another side. A very It st- takes two to tango, okay? I mean, listen. Two to
1: tango. I, I, I'll say I can be embarrassed all I want doing this show, cringy, crying, whatever. But at least I was myself through and through. Y'all know yep. who I am. Like,
0: yep. y'all don't know you all, who. You also. You just hit the nail exactly. On the head. You, you, you you you
1: know exactly who I am because I was authentically myself on television. You're authentic as fuck. And after the show as well. Yep. There's a there's a side you don't know. Uh, a sneak um. a sneaky sneaky side. So I'll be a bitch every day. That's fine. I'll be annoying. I'll be controlling. That's fine. I was that on television. I can own yeah. that. But there's a sneaky part.
0: I just went on a rant. <laughs> No, I'm freaking glad because I'm just like, (laughs) honestly, though, because you'd really just hit the nail on the head. Like, I know the full story, and I will never, ever, like, say anything that you don't want me to say. But you have been very authentic. You've really taken a lot of shit for a really long time, and you've owned your part in things, and there's just a lot more to the story that I'm just like, if people knew the whole truth— your actions and reactions to things would just make a lot more sense to people. And I know I I respect you so much for just like always protecting him. Mm -hmm. But it just like comes to a point where it just like... It's if you want to tell your story, tell your story. We'll
1: okay. <laughs> I'm sure throughout this season, I will be ready to.
0: I was gonna say, if we, if you're already opening up like this on episode three, I'm like, damn, I don't know how we're not gonna make it without Aaron telling the spilling the beans. Well, I
1: mean, there's just like little things <laughs> I see, like when I see Nicole crying over Corey, I'm like, okay, yes, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I love Nicole, and Dude, I'm gonna go in on that part. I mean, listen, I can't sh- wait. it looks, it doesn't look good, but then I also think. What has he been telling her? Why does she feel this way? Drinks, drinks yeah. involved always get people emotional and, like, make stories up in their head. But I'm also like, I know Corey. I know yeah. there's probably stuff we're not going to see. Exactly. You know what I mean?
0: What's- and especially – too like you know how when we recapped my season I really admitted and owned that like they really edited me to be like this heartbroken America sweetheart and like that really is like that's a that's a facet of my personality Mm -hmm. however all of my other moments where I'm like getting into besides that one moment they aired of me getting in getting into it the producer but me and Mark getting into it for like 45 minutes me like having fun like they really edited me into a character Mm -hmm. and i feel like they're doing that with Corey. they're editing him into america's sweetheart Mm -hmm. guy version and editing out all anything that doesn't align with that storyline
1: well you even and we talk about this too something that frustrated me but like you hear Shaq saying when i ask him on a date like all the guys are flocking to aaron who would know that they don't show that for shit and i remember being so pissed because i swear to god out of the 12 guys in the house and like this is a humble brag You know me, Casey fans. You guys know me. I'm not a cocky person. No, like I'm not kidding. At least the first two weeks, I'll say, out of the twelve guys, maybe seven or eight of them were pursuing me. Like I'm not kidding. One kid was going to confess his love to me. It was like this huge thing. They
0: don't show. And
1: why would they show it? They can't show it because if they show it. Then it's not me being distraught over Corey and yeah. him being the knight in shining honor, um, armor that the girls are obsessed with. They need yeah. to show me, like, not being pursued, crying, yeah. and then Corey living his best life. It just wouldn't make sense if we, like, both were. You know what I mean? So I'm just like – 100%. I mean, whatever. Like, I, I'm not upset about that. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, like,
0: Jack yeah. even said it. I know. I I noticed that too, by mm-hmm. the way. Okay, so Erin, it's your turn and when the camera pans to you, you look terrified. Mortified. <laughs> mortified. You look terrified. And this is I immediately
1: noticed this, that. And this is one of those moments where I feel like we're going to do this every episode of the pod, but like I don't like how I look here. Mm-mm. I was not sitting right. Like something was weird.
0: Like I looked mortified, but also like a little chunk chunk. I don't know what it was. Oh my God. Stop. There's a later part after the bonfire when you guys go back to the villa and you see your dress fully. I'm going to talk about your dress. Oh, don't be rude though. Don't hurt me. I'm not. I'm not being rude. It's going to be a good thing. I promise. It's going to be a good thing. Okay. Okay. So it's your turn. Your clip is Corey is sitting down, he's telling some girls about how you bring past issues into your and Corey's relationship. Mm-hmm. and he's worried that you guys are not compatible. And then it like pans over to the dance party and the body shot and then the clip is over and you joke, you're like, oh, it's done And then you say, I'm, I'm like, just Ooh. kidding. And then you reiterated your rules and a body shot isn't against the rules that you and Corey set and you do want him to have fun. Mm-hmm. And then I quote, wow, I just like burped. That was not cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you, I quoted you, us being different isn't the worst thing. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I'm more of the issue. Let's, well, we just kind of discussed mm-hmm. We just, just kind of dived into that because I wrote in my notes, let's discuss. But I think what you're doing, blaming yourself and owning your shit, but what we're not seeing is, like, kind of what you were dealing with behind closed doors and why you were, like, kind of taking shit out on Corey.
1: Yeah. I mean, without going into, like, too much detail. And honestly, like, it's been, fuck, like, too over two Because years you're blaming
0: now. yourself a lot at this bonfire um, clip. Like, I was kind of surprised, to be honest. I just
1: felt like I was, like – what he said was true about me bringing past issues from relationships into our relationship. Like, that I agree with. What bothers me about that is that I, that's something, like, I told you and now you're using it against me. Like, you and yeah. I, before going on the show, like, I've cried to you about this. Like, I, he knows what I've been through to yeah. to a degree. So it was kind of one of those things where it's like I'm telling you a situation that's making me feel insecure because of something that's happened in the past and now you're telling these random girls that Aaron brings her insecurities. It's true. I'm not saying it's not true. It's just like that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that's something I confided with you about. Um,
0: yeah, I get that. But
1: I will say that like there were times where I – would get upset with Corey. And I think the issue is that I would get like too upset and react how I used to in yeah. the past where it's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like it could have been a concern. Absolutely. But it was like, I would take it to, to the, like another to level. A, yes, exactly. And yeah. then after like a couple days, I would take a step back and be like, Oh my God. Like I was so mean to him. Like I, I it yeah. was, it always ended up me being apologizing or, sorry, yeah. me being sorry and apologizing for, like, something he had done, but I had taken it to the next level of getting upset, so then
0: I ended up yeah. being the one apologizing, and it was almost like he didn't do anything wrong. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%, because what originally upset you mm-hmm. now has been brushed under the rug because of your reaction That's to exactly it. That's exactly what it was, and, and I yeah. felt like that is what I was trying to get at on the show. You were trying to – explain. yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. Um, Mark talks to you about showing your soft side mm-hmm. and how it's not really working out you being tough all the time. Yeah. And then he quoted, and I liked this, if you allowed yourself to be happy, you're afraid someone's going to hurt you. Who wants to live like that? Yeah. Facts, yeah.
1: dude. I totally, yeah.
0: Facts, man. I feel like that's like a theme yeah. for this like season. We're talking about letting walls down, letting people mm-hmm. in. <laughs> being vulnerable
1: <laughs>
0: love that you get pretty emotional hmm About how you've made Corey feel second and you're very upset. And I quoted you, I'm making us not compatible. I'm the one who's pushing him away and it scares me that I'm, that I'm like this. Mm -hmm. And we've already, we kind of just dove in, but in my, in my notes, I literally put, let's be honest about what's going on in your head right now. But I feel like you just kind of, we just deep dived into it.
1: It's weird though, because it's like now watching it back, I'm like, I know where I was coming from, but I also know the reality of the situation but I can't, like, I don't know how else to explain it. And I've actually, like, since being pregnant, I know that I keep roping my pregnancy into, like, these conversations, but this is so true. Like, there are times, especially lately, since I'm nearing my third trimester, where, like, I will get, like, irrationally, like, upset with Justin. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know that it's my hormones. I know that I am emotional, but I cannot, change it. I can't. Like, I literally can't. It's it's like the craziest thing. And I feel like with Temptation Island, in the moment, like, I felt like that. There was nothing yeah. I could not, no one could tell me differently. Does that make sense? And it's like, right now with yeah. being pregnant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I am like, I will die on this hill. Like, I am right. You cannot tell me different. And then like two hours later, I'm like, okay, like I was wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, when you're on Temptation yeah. Island, I'm like, nope. Like, I feel this way. I was the issue. Like I had my mind made up and I just felt – I felt sorry for him, honestly. And it was yeah. like eating away at me. And also, not for nothing, no one wants to be told they make someone feel poorly about themselves. Like that, that was – Especially
0: someone that you're in a relationship and someone that you like exactly. love. Like that's Yeah, that's hard. That upset
1: me. That like actually upset me as yeah. a person because I'm like, wow, I pride myself on being such a good friend. I pride myself mm-hmm. on being – Like, a really good daughter, a sister. Like, I want to be able to pride myself on being a good girlfriend. And he's over here saying I make him feel horrible about himself. I'm like, oh, that's just not a good feeling.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Want to know, like, something that you just mentioned, how when you get upset in the moment and it, like, escalates and you, like, get really upset and it takes, like, two hours later, you realize, like, oh, like, maybe I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I used to really freaking struggle with that. Really badly because I would have, like, very – I think also what played into it is the type of people I was dating and they would get these reactions yeah. out of me.
1: Well, like, so but, know, though, case and I could – Justin just got home. I could put him on if you want. But, like, yeah. I am not kidding. Like, I, I was not – I have to toot my own horn in a sense. And it's partially – it's mostly because Justin is so amazing. Like, he doesn't bring this out of me. But, like, for me it's because – I'm fucking pregnant. Like I literally, you're hormonal. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: But for anyone that has ever dealt with that, like where you get like, like have a strong emotional reaction and you just like act a little cuckoo for a second. And then later you realize like, Oh shit. I used to really struggle with that. And I haven't for like years and years and years now. But one thing that I have put into practice that's really helped me is if I ever have something that happens that makes me like have a very strong emotional reaction. Aw, Justin. (laughs) Um, If I have anything that makes me have like a strong emotional reaction, what I will do is number one I'll put my phone down okay like I'm not going to text anyone I'm not going to call anyone I'm going to go put myself in my room I'm going to like chill out be by myself and like get my like thoughts and sanity back in check and just kind of spend a little alone time and then once I've calmed down then I'll like continue the conversation I love that so like that's but it's taken practice dude because oh. I used to, I've had some psychopath moments I, in the I past bet. for sure I mean, Um, haven't
1: we all? Are you kidding? I just said I I used to be a freaking raging. Wait, when does (laughs) – oh, Oh, never mind. Sorry, I was looking at uh, Lens Crafters again. They just – email like, stop
0: emailing me. Just called me. Good old Lens Crafters. (laughs) I need to get new glasses too. I actually need to grow a pair and get contacts because – I'm so scared of contacts, but when I'm like in the club and I'm not wearing my glasses, I can't fucking see people. You don't wear contacts when you go out? No, dude. And I'm blind as fuck. (laughs) You need to. Dude, it's so bad. Like I'll literally get lost in the club. (laughs) You just go up (laughs) to a random group of girls. You think it's your friends. (laughs) Dude, like it's really, really bad. Like even in um fucking Scottsdale, I was first off, I was high off my fucking mind. That probably made number one times worse. (laughs) So like, I was high as fuck. Okay, it was like late at night in a bar. I see someone that I know, and like I, I'm blind, and I like didn't even realize it was the person that I know until they got like really close to me because I was blind and fucking high.
1: That would scare me.
0: And I've had friends like um try on my glasses before and without fail, every single person they're like, Oh, so you're like blind Why, blind. See,
1: I'm <laughs> I'm not like that. Like I can mine are for I can't drive without Oh, them. see, mine are for like driving at night.
0: Like the the actual oh. lights. Like, get like orby, so it, it's yeah, because you have astigmatism, yeah, so it's just right? for
1: like focusing those. But, like, other than that, I'm like completely fine. I also like them Oh, no, like I'm blind style. Like, I'll put them on if I'm yeah,
0: not looking. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of guys they're into my glasses. I like that, it's I, like a thing, I, yeah. like, guys are into it, <laughs> but I need to grow a pair and I need to learn how to put in contact so that I can go out at night and not wear yeah. my glasses and not be blind as. Fuck. Yes, <laughs> <Okay. you do. laughs> Uh, okay okay so, yeah. we got off track
1: summing <laughs> up my bonfire yes it was tough to watch i'm not gonna lie yes um and i won't deny anything i felt in the moment but yeah like casey said like i said there's a lot a
0: lot there's more to the, the more the more, more to the story And you
1: know what too is the last thing i'll say is that actually more happened after the island which pisses yeah. me off the most is that it's like True colors really came out, and I was. Yeah. I, I had left the island a whole different person. Yeah, literally kissing the ground this kid walked on, bowing down to him. Like, I was a changed person, I was willing to do anything. And it was not just my words, it was my actions too. And it yeah. just, it, he, you know, it was, it was yeah. really like, what did you, what did you get out of the experience? Cause.
0: Yeah. He came out a
1: worse person.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Well, well, everything happens for a reason. True. Okay. So now it's the guys driving into the bonfire. Mm -hmm. Corey is nervous. He says his heart is racing. He doesn't know what to expect. And then he says this little quote, Temptation Island is like a pressure cooker. No lies detected. So corny though. I was gonna say I was like who said who talks like like that?" what he says the weirdest most random shit dude he really really does he really does oh my god so the boys they sit down Mark asks Tom how he feels about being able to talk with women with zero pressure and he says it's really freeing that he doesn't have to worry about it bothering his girlfriends. which is like (laughs) (laughs) Tom not a not a good right So Corey's up first. He's smiling and he seems positive before the clip starts. I was actually surprised. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, the clip is it's you telling Griffin about like losing your soccer career and like how devastating that was. And it was like a real loss for you. And you guys are bonding over that in the clip. You and Griffin. So again, I just want to point out to everyone who gave me shit. They are reusing
1: the same goddamn clip.
0: For yeah. the sixteenth time. Over again. And it's yep. oh,
1: Aaron's talking about soccer. Here we go again. Yeah. And I'm thinking It's the same two minute it's clip. The same like Yeah. Y'all use that y'all use that for like three weeks. I can't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so Corey he says he's on an emotional roller coaster, like right after the clip, yeah. he's like, he's on an emotional roller coaster. And then the whole like, prof- you dating professional again. athletes gets brought up again. And I'm telling you the fact that he keeps bringing it up, it is a deep insecurity but that's for the him. Thing. It's like,
1: I never, and I am not kidding. God strike me dead. Like I have never said to him ever. I wouldn't say this to anyone. I dated professional athletes. You're nothing like them. You, I, what? I never have said that to anyone. I understand where he's coming from, but again, it's like, I was just going to say, because
0: I have brothers and I will say like if they had a girl, one of my brothers is married, but the other one, we'll use him as an example. If he was like in a relationship with a girl and he knew, even if you never brought it up, any man that's like dating someone and they know their girl has mm-hmm. dated multiple professional that's just, right. if you're not an alpha male and confident as yes. fuck, like that's going to bother and you, the- especially a little boy, right. kind of, Corey has a little boy mentality.
1: The thing it's like I brought I said it once in the very first interview we did, and again that was like a two hour interview, and they used that clip, and it was me saying I dated professional athletes. Okay, whatever. But it's like since then he's the one who keeps bringing it up. Like you're comparing yourself to them. I have never directly been like Corey is different because he's not a professional athlete. Like those words have never like come out of my mouth. Like I'm sorry that indirectly it has made you feel this way. But like my past relationships are part of my story, which is why I have to talk about them. And they just happen to have played a sport. Like I I don't know what to say. You know what I
0: mean? (laughs) He's just projecting an, an insecurity on to you. And to be honest, I don't even think at this moment in time, I don't even think he he realizes that it's such a big insecurity. I don't think he realizes how often he brings it up.
1: Right. But then it's like, I'm the one who makes him feel bad about himself. And I'm like, yeah. I think that there's truth behind that. But I also think you make you make yourself feel bad about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then these girls on this episode have the audacity to say, like, I'm projecting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but they only hear his side, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. Okay, it's Julian's turn. He seems terrified. Like, I've seen him throughout the show, and he seems confident and funny and having a good time. Right before this clip, he seems fucking scared. Yeah. I was like, damn. Like, he has a serious look on his face. He's, like, worried. Uh-huh. Um. So, it's Kristen... Bonding with Jesse mm-hmm. and telling him he really likes that he's not aggressive, and then when the clip ends, um, Julian seems happy with the clip. Right? He says, "Quote: My past mistakes are limiting her from letting her walls down." He's so mature. The way that he words things, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm such a Julian fan. I like, know. he's such a confident alpha male, like king energy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a Yeah, he's just guys. Take notes. Mm-hmm. This is. what mm-hmm. it's, Uh, He talks about how it's been five years since he, like, cheated. And that he, we find out he would literally marry her tomorrow. So that kind of, like, that was wild. Uh And then he also says people have told him, I'm assuming her family or whatever, they've told him that if he asked her, she would say no. Yeah. And he's been fighting to get things right again and going in a positive direction with them so that he can, like, change that. And Mark says that he admires that. Yeah,
1: I think this is where... Everyone watching had a had like a turning point when it came to Julian. Yeah, because I did I know in the beginning everyone I thought he was gonna everyone. I think that was the big assumption. And I think this is where people started being like, Wait, he's low key like a a really good
0: guy. He's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he he definitely gives off that, like, fuckboy cheater vibe. Like, he's an athlete. He's tall. He's ripped. He has the tattoos, the way he mm-hmm. dresses. But then as soon as you get to know him and he kind of, like, lets his guard down and, like, he starts talking about how he feels about Kristen mm-hmm. and what he wants, it's like, damn, like, he's a really yeah. good guy. He's, like, a softie, like, underneath yeah. that exterior. Well,
1: and I also feel like the second that you hear cheated in the past or, it's, or yeah, it's like – they brought them to the island. It's those two go hand in hand. It's like they're the one that's going to fuck up. And then it's like kind of surprising when it doesn't happen.
0: No, like I was one of those people where I was like convinced I even think because I did promo for this season and they asked me, they showed me like clips yeah. of the different couples and they said like, who do you think is going to make it? Who's not? And we had these like little signs that mm-hmm. we had to hold up, like they're going to red sign or green sign. And I immediately put up red for Kristen yeah. and Julian. I was like, they've, they're not married. She doesn't want to marry him. They've been together 11 years. Like mm-hmm. I've been there, done that. Like he's a cheater, like not going to make it. And then this episode when I saw him talk about how he's the reason she has walls up and he's going to fight to, like, fix that and get things going. I was like, damn, he's actually a good guy. Yeah. because yeah, Like, he's a good guy. It just it's
1: so genuine, too. It's so like, it's genuine like and Kendall real. When Kendall opens his mouth, I don't care no, it's what, what he <laughs> yeah. said. it's bullshit. And you can just tell by the way—it's like weird, almost the way Kendall looks too. And then you see Julian, his mannerisms, and the way he's saying it, and how he's saying it. And yes, it's like he means it. I believe him.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm buying what you're selling. <laughs> it's the mannerisms and the way they people talk. Uh-huh. I can't even explain. I don't know if it's just because like we're a little bit older now a little bit wiser but like i don't know just watching it it's just so obvious to me i agree i know it's So who's genuine it and who's not
1: i think it's also because we like kind of know them like i have you ever met julian not in person okay, No, but like i'm sure you just can tell from like social media and oh, just like everything i'm
0: i'm a diehard julian fan i'm telling you like i like i could not i could not and his, I could go on forever about how good a guy he is. His family, I
1: mean, I I met his family for the first time at their wedding, and Kristen yeah. and Julian's family, both of them, are so fun, so loving, so he, welcoming. Like, oh my god, that's both shit. Of them. When people
0: have good families, green flags, yes, yes, green flags. When people are close with their family, I'm just like, that's like sexy. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm here for that because that's how I am with my family. Yep. Okay. Kendall's turn. And immediately, he's just a douchebag. He's like, let's get it started, man. Let's see what's up. God. (laughs) I can't. He's the worst. (laughs) He's literally the worst. Honestly, I really think he might be the worst out of anyone on Temptation. I think so too.
1: I really think so. Right?
0: And I even like my ex was like the infamous TI villain but I think Kendall's worse. Kendall's absolutely worse cuz again we talked <laughs> about Kendall's the worst. Like he who cannot be named like at least faked it and pretended. Pretended. Kendall is just like he just doesn't give a fuck about you know. anyone anything. He doesn't care how things look. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's the worst. He's the ultimate TI villain. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> So his clip, it's Erica talking to Lex and telling him that she's not here to hook up with people. And then Kendall's reaction to it is pretty basic. He just says it seems like they're connecting and Lex is spitting game. He's not worried at all. And all the guys' faces, it kind of panned to the other guys and all of them just kind of seemed like... They're so over it. Uh, and that's actually something... Yeah, they seem over I'm it. I'm telling
1: you, like I gained a sense of respect for Corey in this aspect because I remember like watching the clips and just the way that obviously all the guys, but at the time I was dating Corey. So the way that Corey would like kind of judge Kendall, I was like, thank you because please don't look up to this guy. And then I think at one point he kind of like sticks up, like says something like sticks up for Erica and is like, dude, you're leading these girls on. Like this is later on.
0: I do remember Mm -hmm. that. You're right. I actually really respected that too, because a lot of the time, like this is one thing I really hate about guys Okay, and not all guys are like this, but when like their their boy is like just acting a fool and like treating their girlfriend like shit, and the other guys are just like kind of sitting there not saying anything, and they're just like still being boys with mm-hmm. him, I don't like that. It's like, dude, like man up and like say that you think it's fucked up yes. how they're acting. Like you know, I just I don't like that mm-hmm. shit. It's it just anno- it annoys the shit. Yeah, out of me. I agree. Okay, it's Tom's mm-hmm. turn. The clip is Chelsea bonding with Blake about their hobbies that they have in common. He's talking about his parents' relationship. And Tom is kind of nervous, giggling at the end of it. Kendall tells him that he's good. He's like, you're good, bro. Yeah, why are they all laughing?
1: It's kind of weird.
0: I don't know. It weirded me out, too. Maybe because Tom was,
1: like, really nervous, so they are like, laughing. I think Tom –
0: yeah i think tom was probably like a little upset about the clip and maybe they were just like nervous giggling and kendall was like reassuring him i don't know but it was weird yeah and then tom admits that it does seem like chelsea and blake are connecting and he agrees with kendall that everyone is in like the quote interview phase mm-hmm. right now kendall's just laughing his ass off this whole time yeah like what the fuck like, well, i don't get why it's so funny Mm-mm. and then this is my, another famous bonfire quote from mark you wouldn't be here if you all weren't filling a void yes and tom gets upset about that he Which,
1: perseverates like, on that throughout the the, the whole bonfire yeah. and the walk and the he does like he's he's harping on the but whole void
0: but it's facts aaron Uh like what we said last episode now that we're like so removed from this ti shit and you're in a very serious relationship i hopefully want to be in Uh a serious relationship one day you just wouldn't go on this show if everything is right in your relationship you know like what mark said is a thousand percent right like you literally would not be here on this show if there wasn't a void if there wasn't something missing if there wasn't something wrong yeah facts (laughs) Okay, dates are coming up. Mark informs them and he kind of gives them the rules, which I really like that you guys, the seasons after season one, didn't have to do the whole freaking date. Actually, I need to rewatch season two. Well, we're both going to rewatch it after this, but... Did they do the date selection for every date the way they did in season one? Or did mm-hmm. they do it where they pulled them aside? They pulled them
1: aside because I was remember- only my
0: season did this formal shit. I mm-hmm. don't like that. I would so much rather like pull them aside and like ask them without a show. Yeah. Well- you No?
1: Know? Uh, no, I agree with that. There was like- it, There was more that went into it though. It was kind of frustrating because- if you ask someone and the cert like the the main camera wasn't there you would have to redo it and it just like wasn't as authentic uh, or it, yeah i mean it okay. was still like the idea was good it's definitely like more chill
0: but a lot it's hard, but to me it seems more like genuine and real than like line up the single guys like okay casey your turn go pick your guy like yeah. do you know what i mean like I would rather just like be in the villa and be like, hey, come in the jacuzzi with me. And then, like, you, ask them yeah. on a date and make out. No,
1: that I mean, it yeah. was like that. You had to tell a producer, though, and they had to like give you the green light, like, and then you would like go and pull them aside. They knew they had to know exactly,
0: like, and they had to set up the cameras yeah. and stuff. Like, I get yeah. that. Okay. Tom oh yeah we literally just said this How you were saying Tom is like harping yes. with The emotional <laughs> void thing So Tom is convinced there isn't an emotional void Between him and Chelsea which I'm just like Bro are you watching the same show <laughs> uh, he, he thinks She's just trying to find herself And he's securing himself and he's not worried That she's going to do anything Yeah. Anything else Before we pan over to the girls villa No Okay, girls' villa. Oh, here's where I have a comment about your dress. So first off, I think you're being way too hard on yourself. I think that the dress is fine. Okay, yes, it's not your normal style, but it looks good when you walk in. It's flattering. You look good. However, you know how last episode you were saying that it was like favoritism, that some people could wear neutrals and like some people didn't. I was really thinking about that. I got a little high, and when I get high, I can think about things in a different (laughs) mindset. Okay. I was thinking about it. It also has to do with what we look like on camera. Me and you are both blonde hair, light eyes. Certain colors don't look good on us on camera with like big lights. Mm-hmm. Other people that have darker skin, darker hair, darker eyes, different colors look good on camera. Yeah. So I think that plays into it too, why you couldn't wear neutrals because we're so fair and blonde that neutrals on camera don't look good on us. We yeah. have to wear bright colors. No, that's true. I just wish. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. And
0: like, Someone like Erica can wear neutrals because she has darker skin, darker hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted to bring that up. I think that's a big factor is our blondie ass selves. We have to wear bright colors on camera, even mm-hmm. though in real life me and you love to wear neutrals and black. Yeah. And gray, I just like, wish that I you know? had more tight clothes. Like I wish my
1: dresses were yeah, tight, but yeah. I agree with what, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I got high and realized
0: that. I was like, I think it's because she's blonde. <laughs> I was like, I think that's why. <laughs> okay, so that was my comment about the dress. So you guys sit down and then you say that you need to do some soul searching. And I quoted you, I need to get to the root of what's causing me to not be completely happy with myself and taking it out on Corey. Mm-hmm. I feel, I mean, we dived we, in this kind Yeah, of it'll be beating a dead horse if I say it again. But- <laughs> I really um
1: I really felt like I needed to like do some yeah. soul searching, and that's what I do yeah. that's what I literally do this season it became that became my journey, if you will,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's good even if it didn't end up like working out with Corey. You took what you learned and you really transformed yourself. And now you're in a really like healthy, happy relationship. I mean, me and you, we've even gotten like little tiffs. And I feel like we've gotten through it in like really mature ways, Mm -hmm. even though we've both been a little heated. Like I think you've definitely taken what you've learned there and applied it to your new life and and your new friendships and relationships. What
1: I've noticed too is that I think it's also the person – receiving the message and the conversation that plays a big part in like how you continue to communicate, if that makes sense. So like with someone like Justin, I feel like I can say anything and I don't feel like I have to scream it at him for him to understand because he is willing to sit there and listen to me and I can just talk normal and communicate where it's like, Sometimes in the past I felt like I would have to like shake this kid to be like, Can you are you like why are you not listening to what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. You don't care? What is it? And it and that's what yeah. would bring me to that extreme of now I'm getting hurtful. Now I'm gonna tell you about yourself, but it's gonna be disrespectful. And like seriously, like yeah. I, I can have that temper. I have that yeah. side of me, which doing the show helped me. Like, you know what I mean? Like figure out. Yeah, yeah.
0: rein it in. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for real. But it's just one of those things where it's like, as much as the person communicating it is important, the person receiving it is mm-hmm. important as well. And I felt like that's where the disconnect was between Corey and I because it was like he just was not receiving what I was saying. And yeah, it just it it made me explode.
0: Yeah. Communication is everything, though. Like, your relationship can be incredible. Like, you guys can, like, be, like, sexually compatible. You guys can be friends. Like, everything can be great. But if you cannot communicate with your partner, Mm -hmm. it's never going to work. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally never. Um, Okay. Erica says in this same conversation that there is always a spotlight on the things that I have to fix. And we never shed light on the things that he may need to Mm -hmm. fix. And then props to Chelsea because she finally says what everyone's thinking. She calls him out for being manipulative and Kristen doesn't even hesitate. She immediately agrees. Yep. Chelsea says he's picking out all your flaws and then he's perfect. That's not how you grow a relationship. Literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. And then I think in the confessional, Erica says, what's going on in our relationship isn't fair. And I'm starting to think he brought me here to go do whatever Mm -hmm. he wanted. And I can be over here fixing myself and going through it. There's the realization. Yep. She just light bulb. She said, I'm the least of his worries over there. And then Chelsea tells her that they both um, hurt. Like Chelsea tells Erica that Erica and Chelsea both need to get their confidence Mm -hmm. back. And that they both have too much to offer to cut themselves short. I love that. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was a really good conversation and I was really like, thank goodness, like Erica, the light bulb's kind of going off. I fucking wish the light bulb went off earlier for me, but you know, shit happens. (laughs) But what are you going to (laughs) do?
1: What are we going to do?
0: Okay, guys, Villa. Uh Everyone is working out. Sophia is feeding Tom. Okay, I had a lot to say about this. Not a lot, but it was <laughs> okay, just like, yeah, got "Tell me <laughs> sausage for the
1: king." Like I can't. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, I cringe. and know. I think Sophia is like drop dead gorgeous. She is. She's beautiful. She's so cute, and I love her accent. And,
0: but yeah, the, the cringe is exactly, high, and
1: she has a good personality. <laughs> like watching her and Tom on the date, flirt and stuff. I'm like, okay, she's got it going on. But this, yeah. this one thing. Her calling him a king, I think if anyone had called anyone a king, I'm
0: just like, They've known each other for forty-eight hours, and it was
1: just like the seriousness (laughs) of it. It wasn't like they were at the party like Nicole did with Corey. Like that was cute. That was funny. It's like
0: seven a.m. on Temptation Island. Okay, like fresh out of bed. You guys (laughs) are giving no. These girls are giving these guys like way barely know this man too much confidence. Like (laughs) hold up, like yeah, dude, yeah, no, too much. So Corey, he is sitting down. He's talking to Amanda. And is the other girl Lauren? I think it's Tula. I don't I, I feel bad. Tula. Oh, is it Tula? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know for sure. I didn't want to get her name wrong. So it's Amanda and Tula. Mm-hmm. He tells them that he feels- <laughs> it's the I same love you. thing. I can't. I love you, Aaron. He tells them he feels taken advantage and it feels like a punching bag. The way you talk to him has made him feel some type of way because you're the closest person to him and the way you talk to him is, like, not okay. Yeah. Amanda says that you must have something going on internally that you're projecting onto him. And then in the confessional, I quoted, Aaron has a lot of unresolved issues from past from previous relationships. Just know you can't. And then she tells Corey, just know you can't always fix everything. He really is trying to play that Prince Charming I know. industry. Whoa. I think yeah. real. Well. I will
1: say um these girls know a lot about me I mean shit like a lot y'all want to be my therapist and like I can stop going every week and paying them like because
0: you seem to know us plus, all- plus also like I will say yeah bringing past relationship in into your like past relationship issues and your current relationship. Yeah, that's a problem. It's not fair to the person you're with. However, I want those girls to look me dead in the eye and tell me without blinking that they've never fucking done that before because they can't do it. That's the thing too. And I'm like, I (laughs) no, it's like human nature. Everybody's done that at least once in their life with someone. Okay. It's, Natural. It takes growing up yeah. and like healing and like getting your shit together to yeah. not do that anymore. And these girls are all like young as hell yeah. at this time. They've done it. Okay, they need to stop acting like they're they didn't do it. Ever. But it's like I love how like I'm the one projecting.
1: But when Corey brings up who I've dated in the past, like he's not projecting. Like it's like we all yeah. do it. Like and I'm not denying. We all do like, it again. She. Some of the stuff she said had truth behind it. I just think it's funny that like. I've never heard this come out of his mouth before. This girl knows more about me than I know about me from his mouth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it was very like hard to watch. Cause I was like, damn, like, I'm not even saying she's wrong. I'm more just like, why
0: is he telling her? And why has he never told exactly.
1: me? exactly? Like why yeah. I'm like, you feel so comfortable with someone you just met, which is like, good. Go- you should have left with her then. That's why we went on the show. But it's like, yeah, I feel like. Why? Why have you never felt that way? Like, like comfortable with me? Or like, I feel like I'd never given you a reason to not just be upfront and honest with me? Because when I'm upfront and honest with you, I'm apparently the bad guy. But now you're talking about me behind my back. I'm your girlfriend. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. I'm not trying to like plead my case either or defend myself. It's just like. I literally am now like an unbiased like just viewer at this point and I'm going to yeah. be hard on myself, but I also am going to be hard on him too because now I don't agree with some of the stuff he says, some of the things yeah. the girls say, just like when we watched your season, just like like I'm going to be yeah. honest about every single cast Yeah, ever. yeah. And, I, and I'm and i hard yeah. on myself too, but it's not like I'm like trying to beat this guy up because we're broken up. It's like, no, I'm just like now I'm seeing it and there's some In a things different light. I don't really agree with. but I. Some I do agree with, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, 100%. Okay, so now Sophia and Tom, they're talking about the bonfire clips. He tells her that he feels good, and she's happy that all the guys are, like, getting more comfortable with them. He admits that being around her is really hard because she is his type, and that she she loves to hear that. She's, like, all stoked and giggly. Uh Mm-hmm. And then in the confessional, she says that she's not afraid to break down his walls because they are getting along and she doesn't want him to be scared. She tells him, I don't want you to be scared of me. And she like jokes about biting and nibbling.
1: him. (laughs) I have a serious question and we won't go into too much detail, but can you see the two of them being a couple off temptation? No. Okay. No, I would have to. There's
0: actually, there's actually a part later where he, I'm not going to spoil it, but it gave me the ick. <laughs> and I was cuz I know what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to be like dominant and it just it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't just, fucking work. Cuz I like dominant guys uh-huh. that tell me what to do. That's like my kink. That's my thing. Yeah. And like he tried to do it and it didn't it didn't go well. <laughs> and I was like if any fucking guy said that to me in that tone, I'd be like you just failed miserably yeah. at what you were oh trying God, to fucking do. I can't. <laughs> okay. And it's like I really like Tom too, but also
1: I just don't think like off the island they would ever have like this. I don't think this would have happened.
0: It was like they were stuck in the house and had a little tiny bit of chemistry and he just, whatever. It was like a T.I. fling. You
1: can (laughs) tell the girls are so aggressive in the house. Like even this episode, the way they're like talking about like trying to, it's like these guys are fucking fresh meat over here that
0: they're like. Yeah. They're not even like that. Great. (laughs) seriously like besides julian (laughs) i mean i guess Corey. right now we think he's prince charming and he's like cute but i don't know man i just i wouldn't be going nuts over these boys Okay. (laughs) okay back to the girls villa Erica sitting in the hammock eating while all these guys are doing pushups around her I was Such dead. A mood. I was like queen shit I was like yes, yes that was a mood and I loved
1: it where was I probably still sleeping like they would get up <laughs> early to work out and at one point Kristen and Erica would work out with them like they would get up early and I'd be like guys it, like it couldn't be me
0: like to be honest that happened my season two. I would always sleep in because I'm not a morning person, and the fucking guys and like Katie and Nicole would go run sprints around the mountain villa. And I'm like, dude, it's my like God. six a.m. Yeah. I'm like, like, what God. are
1: you guys doing? Literally, we ha- we would have to be up at like five thirty as it is, and like they're getting up yeah. at like, five. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. after going. Nope, to- I'm good going to bed at two. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, that's, no, that's absolutely not. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Blake is telling Chelsea his biggest strength is leadership, and he's here for the guys as well as the girls. I'm the dad of the group. Such a douchey thing to say, though. Like, yeah, I can't. I I was starting to be a fan of him, but then he says these random (laughs) things, and I'm just like, ugh, God, kill me. Biggest strength is (laughs) leadership. Okay. Yeah, dude,
1: please don't go lead somewhere else. (laughs) Also, like, nobody asked. No, nobody wanted you to be the dad of the group. So okay. out of pocket. Like Chelsea did not ask. Like, that was just you trying to like <laughs> brag about yourself, like totally unprompted.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like a f- complete fail at a humble brag. Yes. <laughs> so Chelsea thinks that Blake is a really good guy and understands her and she's excited to see where everything leads to. And then we find out that she's gonna ask him on her second date. Uh-huh. And then she officially asks him and he's, he's stoked. He's like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I will say again, I said it last episode as well. Like they were cute
1: together. Like he brought out a fun side of Chelsea, um, that I love to see. And I think that
0: like
1: for the experience at the moment, like what they were looking for, like it was good.
0: Yeah. You know, hundred (sighs) percent. Um, Kendall, he wants to go get in the hot tub, hot tub with the girls. Mm -hmm. And then it pans over to Corey Dude. and Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> talking to Nicole. I okay, will I'm just going to read my note. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. read, you read, no.
1: No, read your summary and then I'll say. And then
0: we'll dive in because yeah. we're going to have some shit to say. Yeah. I was like shook <laughs> by this whole thing. Okay. So Corey's talking to Nicole about how the past few days he's been drained emotionally. He brings up how she already said that she really likes him and she responds with. And she's sober at this point, I think. Maybe it's too much because it's only been a couple of days. I can't even fucking say this shit. <laughs> it's too much because it's only been a couple days. But everything has gone really fast. But everyone keeps saying you guys would be a cute couple and all this stuff. And, like, that's really cute. Also, is she crying when she's saying this? Yeah, she's teary-eyed. She's emotional. <laughs> she's
1: really upset. <laughs> Stop. i don't think she's sober i don't think
0: cory <laughs> nervous laughing drinking his drink after she said that okay aaron she's known this man for 48 hours okay she knows nothing about him yeah. i'm just like i just he also has a girlfriend who he talks about constantly like he's i'm speechless yeah well, I don't know if there's something wrong with me where I just, I literally never in any planet in any fucking universe would I ever be on a reality TV show knowing this human for two fucking days being like, we would." oh my God, everyone says that we would be such a cute couple. Like, I know I've known you for two days, but I really like yeah. you. <laughs> I, no, but it's like, it N- couldn't be me. And it's like, even if people were
1: saying that about you guys. Does that, that, does that mean that that mean he's gonna date you just cause- <laughs> don't ever fucking say it out loud <laughs> yeah okay? I remember when Maybe. I remember before this aired Nicole actually had dm'd me and was like I'm just letting you know like
0: because she knew how bad yeah, it was she- it's so bad DM'd this episode
1: and I said to her I was like don't even worry about it and I never was upset I never cared like I understand I don't think she was sober in that moment I mean if she was, she's crying over a man she met two days ago. I I thought the best part, well, first of all, again, kudos to Corey trying to set mature boundaries. Like love that. That was, that was very mature of him. Yeah. But something I noticed was when she went to confessional and she was saying how like, I have a note for that too. Okay. Do you want (laughs) to say real quick the confessional and then,
0: or? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my note, all caps, Nicole's down bad. Yeah. And then and, <laughs> and Corey is not having it. Corey's not having it. She says in the confessional, Corey is a mix of hot, beautiful. He's my type of guy. Like we would be r- a really awesome couple and hopefully he will pick me on the second date. And then I put on my notes because I really didn't remember. If he doesn't pick her, I'm going to die. And then he beelined it for Amanda. right it just
1: shows him walking over to Amanda. Okay, this was my like, what something I picked up on with the confessional. Is okay. That she mentions how he's beautiful and how he's hot, and then yep. that's it. And that's where I know. I'm, I'm thinking, like, what do you like about him then? Why are you crying over him? What about his? Yep. And that is something where I question everyone. I'm thinking, like, okay, yeah. but his personality, what about his personality? Like, hello, like, this is what yeah. I was trying to tell you guys. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, yeah. but like, You can, like a a, a literal person who just, the first thing I noticed about Justin was his personality. The first fucking thing, I'm not even kidding, was his personality. He became my best friend the moment he opened his mouth. Yeah. And then, and And then second to that, I was like, he's fucking hot and he's so attractive. That comes second when you're trying to meet someone.
0: The, when you're trying to have, like, an actual future and, like, have a partnership with someone, it's like, yeah, it's it's great if they're exactly, hot, but let's talk about their soul, but their heart. that's literally what like she What is it about? She literally did yeah. not mention anything about him being nice, his personality, he's funny, he makes her laugh, he's kind, he's nothing. It was Aaron. This is what Sorry to interrupt you But this is what I'm saying Is like Why I'm so confused What she's like We would be an awesome couple After knowing him for two days How do you know You would be an awesome <laughs> couple All you know about this man Is that you're physically Attracted to him You literally don't know Anything about him You don't know What he like Does for work You don't know What his daily life is You haven't texted him You haven't talked to him For a long time You don't know Anything freaking About this dude <laughs> Like yeah. how do you know yeah. How do you know You would be an awesome couple And honestly Based
1: off of What I know about Nicole now, I don't think they'd be a good couple at all. She's very no. outgoing. She's fun luck. Like, she she's like, seems like a really cool girl. I'm not saying anything against Corey, but exactly. That's my yeah. point, is they yeah. just seem very different. So I'm like, in reality, yeah. I don't think it would have worked out, sis. Like, you're good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you have to be exactly the same as your partner, but I do think you have to to be like an awesome, like power couple, like you definitely have to have like similarities. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Yep. You know? Uh Okay. So then after I was like, wrote in my notes that I hope to God, he picks her for the second (laughs) date, he immediately beelines it for Amanda. And he tells her it's his first day, not having feelings of being anxious. Uh And he thanks her for talking to him and thinks that she's very easy to talk to. And then he asks her out on the date and she loves, she loves it. She wants to go in the confessional. He says that Nicole came in really hot and heavy, The journey is inward for him. And he picked Amanda because they can have deep conversation and he's really excited about it. Amanda and him like give a little pound it and then hug it out. Yeah. Nail on the head. And I think that, and I think that was a mature choice for him because I do think that even though we don't really like what she was saying about you, I do think that they had more of a real conversation than what he's had with like Nicole or anyone else. Yeah.
1: And I think that based off of like, uh, what's it called like first look and intentions if you compare the way the two of them acted like amanda and nicole i personally would have preferred him to hang out with amanda just based off of first impression i obviously know nicole now and she's a very cool girl but again calling it like i see it something i did notice though was that amanda and Corey need to use some sunscreen because they both were burnt
0: oh my god you're so funny (laughs) I'm, I'm like, I care about you too. Can you please put on some sunscreen? Put on some SPS. Yes. <laughs> Keep those freckles away. Yeah. Um, I will say, because I feel like I just kind of shit on Nicole a little bit, I want to say that the fact that she DM'd you before it aired and kind of gave you a heads up, I do respect that. And I yeah. do want to acknowledge that. And I, I respect no, that. No, Nicole's super cool.
1: Like, she is. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, I lo- – look like a freaking fool the whole season
0: like we all have our moments we all have our moments i'm not gonna lie if i was a single girl on ti and i was drunk and wasted i would probably have some not cute moments too yeah okay girls villa you take Shaq outside to watch the sunset mm-hmm. and in the confessional he's saying that he's gravitating towards you and everything about you blows his mind you're it was really mm-hmm. cute what he said about you you're his type. And he says, so many guys are drawn to you. That's the line we talked about at the beginning of this episode. We finally get the hint that all the guys wanted our girl, Erin. Hello. I'm hot. No, I'm just kidding. Hello. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Duh. i just kidding. <laughs> um so many guys are drawn to you, but he doesn't think they see you the way that he sees you. Mm -hmm. And then I quoted him. My inner soul is just like, man, this girl is incredible. I know. That was was really sweet. Yeah. Shaq was a
1: sweetheart for sure. He definitely made me feel like he made me feel super like, um, what's the word? Like, I don't know. Confident in myself. Like, yeah,
0: he, he made me feel like, um, like special, confident. Special, like,
1: special. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I loved everything he said. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. You ask him on a date and he says like, yeah, without question. <laughs> and you guys get all cute and awkward after he winks at Oh my you. God,
1: because that was like our inside joke. Like he would always wink and I'd be like, you're being creepy. Stop winking at me. I hate <laughs> the wink. I hate the wink emoji. I hate when people wink. Like don't wink at me. And then he did it I'm and I was
0: dead. like, I'm done with you. <laughs> That's actually cute, knowing the background. So Kristen goes over to Griffin and Blake. They're, like, sitting down on the lawn chairs watching the sunset. And she opens up about how she literally hasn't talked to any of the guys because she's been with the same guy forever. And I wanted to ask you... Is that legit? Like, is Julian the only man she's ever dated, kissed, been with? Like, do you know if you can't say, like, it's fine? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I can't remember if we have this conversation or if it is. But I think that she is the – he is the only guy Because it's just – I don't know. I don't want to speak for her. I really don't
0: remember. But I don't – Yeah. I think there, that is true. I think that's true. Be- because I was just trying – because, like, she's in an 11-year relationship. When I went on T.I., I was in, like – 10-year relationship well five years but whatever everyone knows the timeline but still like even though I had been in a relationship for so long me talking to the single guys it was never awkward for me I was like it was very easy for me to talk to the single guys but I also had dated other people and like you know and been with other people so I'm wondering Mm -hmm. If maybe she had it and that's why it was so awkward or maybe she just – But I also feel just like – Just being around the single guys in general was just awkward. I, I
1: think it was that because I think that, again, our single guys were not good. Like, I hate saying it. Yeah, like, that's and so I had rude. I had
0: good single guys. Yeah, like I did. I'm
1: not trying to, like, bash them or anything, but shit. Yeah. I agree with Kristen. Yeah. Like, there's not many of them who it was like – worth talking to or getting to know i'm because there's like a, gotcha. there's like a whole other half of the guys we don't even see you guys don't even see yeah that were like real douches
0: yeah okay i get that and like on my season all the guys were like really respectful mm-hmm. and like good like they were really good to us right. when we were when we were filming okay She admits to Griffin that she's not sure how she feels about her bonfire clip and that she told the girls, like admitted to you guys, that the clip is kind of questionable. And then she lets it be known that her and Julian's families are very close. And if her dad sees the clip, he's not going to be happy. And then she says, am I okay with these things for the rest of my life or not? Mm -hmm. I get the thing about the dad seeing shit and not being happy like that's how i am with my dad oh yeah i had to tell my my dad hasn't even been able to watch the full show because he would freaking- yeah well even with the
1: body mm-hmm. shot
0: lose his with mind. The body
1: <laughs> shot i had to like prep my family and be like guys like it's yeah like not a big deal I-
0: yeah so i get that completely blake says that there is something about her that's not real mm-hmm. and she's not even trying to connect with the guys and then when she's walking away he says under his breath she would rather just put up with his shit than deal with the hassle of separating their lives and griffin agrees i
1: know and that's like where it's like again you just kind of see the guy's true colors because because it's like they're
0: nice in the moment and then as soon as she walks away they kind of start talking well it's like griffin
1: used to talk so much shit on Kristen, and then the two of them became became like pretty close towards the end of the season and i'm just thinking like You Like, where were were there any of you who, like, had true intentions or, like, you know, you guys didn't come on the show to braid each other's hair and, like, be besties with each other? Like, you came on the show to meet us and be genuine. And that's why the shows like this are so hard because it's, like, we don't want to risk our relationships over guys who aren't serious. But some of them are so good at being fake that it's tough.
0: And want to know what like I've kind of struggled with with these single guys is like being a viewer and meeting them in person is a lot of them are so good at acting like good guys Mm -hmm. that it fucks it up for the few single guys here and there that are actually good guys Mm -hmm. that just like this whole reality TV and like TI shit is like tainting their personality and tainting their image. It's like everyone is ruining it for the few good people that are sprinkled into this bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've heard things. They're so good at acting. Listen, uh, some, some of these
1: guys, I'm not even going to say who right now. I'll just Uh say a guy that everyone really wanted me to be with. Um, He's from the East coast and I've heard things about him and who he's hooked up with and x y and z. So I thank my lucky stars every night that got that, that god had out. a different path for me on Temptation Island because yeah. the things you hear about people when this show airs
0: ooh it's weird it's weird. Yeah. I'm like okay, I made I the will, right choices. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I will say I kind of had that same experience too because I'm like I don't know, before I ended my like ti relationship i was a little naive because i was like oh my god like these guys are so like sweet and nice and respectful and they were on the show but then the show ends and you start hearing <laughs> all the drama and everyone's like fucking everyone and everyone's like crying and cheating And mm-hmm. part i'm just like damn like the this is some crazy shit that like i don't want to be involved in <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's a lot literally i'm telling you these guys go. i was lives. always like n- yeah i was always like not try to get mixed up in all of it because it was just Mm -hmm. a freaking mess, man. They would literally talk shit on me. I'd be like, I thought we were
1: (laughs) boys. Like, I'm confused. I'm going to bring this up every single episode.
0: (laughs) All righty. So now you guys, the girls' villa, you guys throw a disco night. Mm -hmm. Chelsea, she's excited to dance. She's shimmying. You guys are all cute in the confessional together. Mm -hmm.
1: This was a fun party. Yeah, it
0: it looked fun.
1: This made me so sad, but... Chelsea and I spent, and I'm not kidding, like 40 minutes coming You've up told with me a about dance. This. We had a choreographed dance routine that we actually like made them like pick a song out for. Like it was like really. They let like, you guys
0: listen like, to music. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow. And um, they never showed us. We and then we performed it. We performed it for like we're so corny. So <laughs> we literally performed it. We put performance. We literally did for the guys. And then they show a glimpse of Erica and Kristen. And they look freaking good. But still, like, can't you show our corny dance? Like, we put
0: yeah effort into it. Aw. I will <laughs> I say they showed Tom. Not Tom. Is that? Blake who? It was like Juwan and another guy. They oh, showed oh, their Tom. Dance- yeah, Jer- Jersey's Tom. Tom. Okay. Tom and Juwan. Is that who you say his name? Yeah, Jawan. Okay, These sh- their dance moves and their hairspray that they kept spraying, that, oh freaking God, that cracked me up. I know. <laughs> I was giggling. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, you guys are funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So Kristen <laughs> sits down with the girls and Evan at the table. Mm-hmm. He wants to cu- clear the air after the whole, like, champagne incident. And he wants to let the girls know who he is as a person. Then we find out that Evan heard some things. And Kristen wants to know who's telling him what. Because they are lying to him. Uh-huh. And he then confesses that whoever's telling him these things are telling him that the girls are planning on sending him home, blah, blah, blah. Chelsea and Kristen tell him to just say it because no one is near them. They're like, dude, just say it. Uh-huh. And Kristen wants to know why he's so afraid to say who's feeding him these lies. And then freaking Blake up. And as soon as Blake shows up, Evan kind of switches his tune. And then he says, I'm just going to keep it real. Dr. Blake. I love that they call him Dr. Blake. Told me you feel some type of way towards me as Blake walks up. And then there's just silence after well, he's, like nobody knows what to say. Yeah. First of all, all that could have been avoided if they had just done that from the jump. Like I yeah. always put
1: something like my mom taught me, I feel like at a very young age, which has stuck with me even now, is that like, If someone is accusing me of something, I'm like, all right, me, you, and that person are all going to sit down and we're going to like make it very known that like I did not say that. You know what I mean? You know when you're in like middle school or high school and there's drama, like my mom embedded in me like, okay, so go up to them and say, let's have this conversation and then all parties are involved and then there's no getting around it. There's no lying. There's no he said, she said. It's like we're all present. Now you guys can talk about how one of you made it up because I didn't say anything. You know what I yeah. mean? And I feel, yeah. like this, I feel like this could have been avoided if they all would have had the conversation. But it's like the drama. And I love how Kristen was like, you guys are making this such a big deal, like such a bigger deal than it needs to be. Like, yeah. You guys are like obsessed with it. And that's where I think it's so funny how people like to say like, uh girls love drama no, and dude. like we the we we start guys. all this shit it's like you start guys. a lot of shit yes like y'all yeah. are petty as hell like this happened like a couple days ago let it go you guys yeah. are like really really on it yes. and
0: that's actually one thing too it's funny that you just said that because by the way i just realized i'm sitting in the fucking dark it's, dark.
1: it's literally pitch black <laughs> like-
0: okay well in my defense <laughs> When we started recording, it was light in here. It I did was not light. It on the light. Okay, that's, that's I just it just fucking hit me. I was like, "Wow, I'm sitting in <laughs> pitch black." <darkness." laughs> okay, um, but yeah, that's like the one thing that I kind of noticed too, because I when I watch the show now, like as a podcast host recapping Uh I like to like put myself in people's shoes and I'm just like okay if I was a girl sitting at that table and this guy came up and started talking I'd be like dude why are we talking about this drama still we're drunk it's disco night this fucking champagne incident happened two days ago I literally don't give a fuck it wasn't that big of a deal like why are we making it a big deal right now like put on your big boy panties go take a shot of tequila and let's freaking have some fun okay Jesus and it's also like unattractive and it's I can so promise you,
1: I can promise you, Kristen is not losing sleep over you popping that champagne bottle, Evan. She don't no. give a fuck. Like she, no. she just we never talked about you. You were never on our minds. Like, yeah, it just like you guys are making something out of nothing. Like it's so not weird. A big fucking deal, and. There's twelve of you, and I'm pretty sure Kristen says this. She's like, "It's not just you. I haven't talked to a lot of you. There's so many of you throwing yourselves at us, and also, not for nothing. If there's no connection, friendship or not, it's not there. Yeah, it's like you know right away. Like there were guys right away that you knew are just not going to happen. You weren't going to have even a friendship with. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, who? Like I'm not going to continue to keep trying to force a conversation with you if I know. There's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. I'll be
0: polite. I'll be respectful. But, like, it's just we don't have that connection. Exactly. Chelsea's face when all of this is going down. She's, like, shook. She's Um, upset. Yeah. Blake says he's not sure what conversation he walked into, but that they had a rough champagne popping start. And then like you just said, we were just talking about it. Kristen thinks they are making a huge deal out of nothing. Uh And then Chelsea, I think she's in the confessional when she says this, she thinks Blake is putting his two cents where it shouldn't be. And she's surprised and kind of shook up by like how he's in this middle of this drama.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like this is probably what happened. I feel like the situation went down where he popped the champagne Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: Blake took it upon himself to be like, Hey, like just be careful. Like they probably might, they're probably gonna send you home. Or like he probably stirred the pot, like made up his own scenario. There was no direct conversation between Kristen, Erica, Kelsey, being like, by the way, we're thinking about sending We're gonna send Evan home. I I never even heard that conversation. I never heard Evan was getting sent home. So I feel like it was Blake again, just trying to like meddle his way in. Yeah act like he's like the knight in shining armor for everyone like evan i just want to warn you like you know there's probably a chance you're yeah. going home it's like dude like you literally just made up a scenario in your head and what doesn't evan, even like, exist those are the scariest type of people i've said yeah. it once i'll say it again like y'all yeah. believe your own lies it's weird it's
0: weird you and shack are oblivious yeah. to everything you're just dancing around excited yeah. for your date i love yeah. it i was it's like too. no drama no drama mm-hmm. out there so Chelsea tells some guys that I've, I don't know what guys were all sitting there. Do you know what guys were all sitting was, there? I feel like it was Tom and Alex. Maybe I think so too. So she's telling them and I have a lot to say about this. Well, not really, but I was just like, okay. damn, he's preaching. He's freaking
1: this dude is. Preaching. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chelsea tells the guys um, that Tom talked her into coming. And then I think it's Tom Jersey, Tom. Mm-hmm. He says, if I were to bring my girlfriend to this show, it's because I have intentions of breaking up with her. It's not because I love her and trust her and honestly preach. Okay, fucking I preach. I mean, it's true. Like, it's that's... fucking true. I hate to say it. It's true, though. Yeah. No one that's, like, madly in love with their boyfriend or madly in love with their girlfriend. They're like, yeah, like, let's go to Temptation Island. Like, that sounds fucking brilliant. And then he literally yeah. says, he's like, I love. Even lo- I said my. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. He says he finishes it off and I literally was like cracking up. I love and trust you so much. Let me go live with 12 other girls. Like that makes <laughs> yeah. no fucking sense. Dude. Yeah, he raises it sounds, he raises it Literally boy. sounds insane. Yeah. Do you want do you want to say anything before that I just wrote Chelsea admits it doesn't make sense and then No, the- I
1: just thought it was hilarious that they were in confessional and Alex starts um like moving his pecs
0: i thought that was hilarious too and alex is freaking funny as hell in the confessional he's like i hope these guys are keeping their wits about them because if they (laughs) fuck up we are going to catch them and honestly this is my fate one of my favorite things about ti hands down every single season single guy drunk confessionals are so Mm -hmm. funny every time they're one of my favorite parts they say um one wrong move you slip up you lose your queen
1: (laughs) i know it's so (laughs) funny i love how we're just like queens and kings over here though like thank you i
0: know right and then (sighs) And then he says, "Um, it goes back to Chelsea talking to them in person, and Tom says, he loves you so much, why is he bringing you here? And then there's just yeah. silence, and again, I'd said I'd die on the hill, you don't love, you don't really, you think you're in love until you finally find someone that you're really in yeah. love with. Yeah, that. Because yep. it's true, you just, you don't bring someone that you're in love with to T.I., absolutely you just don't Uh so then we go over to the guy's villa and it's twerking we got girls twerking everywhere we got girls twerking on tables twerking on grass (laughs) slow motion a lot lot of twerking going on i cannot twerk
1: can you twerk i can't
0: i can but i'm just petite see i just need a little cushion and i can get some shit really jiggling but yeah i can twerk
1: I'm the opposite I have I actually have a pretty Decent sized booty Okay then I'll I teach can. you I'll teach okay.
0: you So like <laughs> okay. literally The best It's literally all about Like where you put Your body weight You just Ugh. have to like Put it on your toes Okay I, It's hard to explain But you like lean on your toes And like arch your back And then just Move side to side Oh shit okay And even if you Just like move your hips I need to try this I'll, I'm gonna send send you Like a video tutorial <laughs> got to do it We're gonna get you twerking for justin in no time <laughs> yes i love it <laughs> okay so it's a slumber party ice cream sunday bar pillow fights i kind of uh-huh. like this i like the pj yeah. idea pillow fights this is cute
1: uh-huh.
0: Corey randomly says that he wants kids i think he tells alexis this <laughs> yeah she's like oh so you want kids he's like yeah i do, yeah, I like, do. okay what like, <laughs> I, was, I was random yeah oh. um <laughs> Good to know.
1: Good to Also, know. like, the only conversation the two of them ever have. It got <laughs> serious as fuck. Like, what? Like, you never see them talking ever again. Ever again. The whole season. It's Just like, about so procreating
0: really quick. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay, Nicole is wasted
1: yeah she's she is she's drunk as fuck drunk and i think as fuck again that's why like when she had dm'd me about the situation it, like she yeah. told me she was drunk and then when i watched it like it was even it's, worse it's, than you imagine like, <laughs> i don't know like i have really bad or i have had really bad drunk moments so it's one of those things where like i don't think it was um I don't want to say intentional because I'm sure drunk in the moment she felt that way. But also, like, do I think sober she would have done all that? No. So that's why yeah. I mean, when I watched it, like, I didn't get mad at her. I didn't like, you know what I mean?
0: But remember, we talked about this a, a while ago. Remember how I said, I think dr- your drunk actions are sober thoughts. Like, I kind of will die on the hill
1: well yeah because i think that she wanted that to be a thing yeah i think she wanted her and Corey to be a thing it It came out i don't think that like she would have acted that way actually felt like she like loved this guy i don't know i mean yeah 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 and it's just when you're in that like i could not imagine i really could not imagine just competing with a bunch of girls and not for nothing, only, like, one of the guys, like, giving any, like, type of attention to anyone. Yeah. And, like, that being Kendall. Like, it's, like, I don't know. I I, I don't know. for Like, I'm not trying to – I've never, like, had to compete for a guy before yeah. in, in my life, let alone in a situation where it's, like, you are forced to compete. It's literally – I think uh, Katrina said it. It's the Hunger Games. Like, yeah, that's done.
0: I, that I have that in my
1: notes later. So I don't know how I would act. Like, yeah yeah I don't know she probably thought that by doing that it would kind of like get Corey to feel bad or like he would see like how like dedicated she is and maybe she thought it would be like attractive in a sense because you're drunk and you don't know you're like yeah
0: I don't know I've just me personally I've never like when I get drunk I'm like fun. I'm like sexual. Like I've never been a crier. I've never been like a drama crier drunk. No, I can't really relate to this, to be honest. See, I've never been a crying drunk. I've been an angry drunk, though. Yeah. See, I I don't know. I actually
1: could see myself acting like Nicole, but almost in an angry way.
0: Gotcha. And I mean, shit,
1: that would make for good TV. (laughs) That would. Y'all should have cast me in my early twenties.
0: Yeah. Shit would have been crazy. So, yeah, so Nicole's wasted. She's telling Kendall that she's super upset. Corey asked Amanda on the date. She says that she won't even look at Corey and she <laughs> will not have a conversation with him. Grace explains. Grace is like in the confessional. She explains why Nicole's so upset. It's because she found out from the other girls and not from Corey that he asked Amanda on the date and she felt <sighs> blindsided. Yeah. And we've already so talked about it. He doesn't owe you
1: anything. I'm sorry. Like I, I know that, like, that that's I like kind people,
0: of like he doesn't owe you anything. That's kind of what <laughs> I was thinking too. It's like again, you've known this man for I think now it's probably been three days. Okay. I it's didn't like, tell
1: Griffin I wasn't picking him. Like I don't yeah. like I don't owe you that. Yeah, like, and I don't fucking know you.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. You like you do, He doesn't know you like that. Again, I, we already talked about it, but she's just so drunk. I put it in my note again. Corey can hear her going off in the kitchen, and he's really surprised, and he says that oh. he needs to put up boundaries, and then he goes to find her outside. And when he finds her and sits down, she, like, doesn't want to talk. She has her, like, knees up. She has yeah. her, like, head in her lap. She's not wanting to talk. He's trying to talk to her, like, have a mature conversation, and she won't look at him. She just keeps saying, like, no, 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 no. And he says, if you don't want to talk, then no worries. And she's like sobbing in the confessional, crying. Maybe I look crazy, but I love falling in love. I do not relate to that. Like, I really don't. I feel like it's just. When you fall in love it just like happens naturally yeah like, I don't I think falling in love is actually kind of fucking terrifying like I don't really love yeah. falling in love like it's a little fucking scary to be honest okay like I just don't relate to what she's saying at all I just also feel like I'm not falling in love with someone who has and I've a known whole... for three days on TI who and he has, has a whole ass a whole... girlfriend.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like it's like it's deeper than just like y'all don't know each other. It's like you know he's he in a relationship. Has yes,
0: and she yes. keeps she says Ugh. again he's totally my type, and it's like beside, like we How? already talked about What do about you it. know about him? Yeah, I we already talked you, about he's it. Not it's, your type. It's just based on looks. That's it. And then she tells him you that's did me exactly. dirty. Yeah. She tells him, you did me dirty low key. And that's not cool. I don't want to look dumb. You made me look dumb. She's going off.
1: I just like wanted, I wish I was a fly on the wall because either, either this really is the case of, all right, the girl got a little too drunk and she is kind of like embarrassing herself or there's stuff we don't know. How did he make you look dumb? How did he do you dirty? Like, I actually would love to know. Like, I'm being so serious. And you know damn well when we left the island, he didn't tell me shit. So yeah. I really don't fucking know. Like, I'm curious, like,
0: to be honest, if there
1: was more of the conversation because
0: I don't, I don't get so. it. I don't think so. I truly like my gut feeling and watching her and, like, I think that she just falls really hard, really fast for men that she barely knows. I really do. Like, I'm sorry. I, I will die on that hill. Yeah, well. I think that's the kind of girl. I think she's 23 years old. I think he's hot. I think she was attracted to him. She's on a TV show for the first time and she just like got in over her head. She got drunk and she thought mm-hmm. she was going to fall in love and it was going to be happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really think that. Yeah.
1: Sorry. No, I, mean, <laughs> I think. We got to talk about... This boy's hair, though, in confessional, like you guys are trash. Like, <laughs> not only is he so drunk, but his hair is. Repulsive. I know. I'm sorry.
0: Like- and and he's saying he thinks his intentions are pure, and he wants to squash the beef. And then he tells her we can talk a little more tomorrow, because obviously she's so drunk, and she just says, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that whole That's thing. Funny. That whole moment, but yeah, his hair was wild. Yeah,
1: not a good look.
0: <laughs> Date day. So we find out Kristen takes David snorkeling. This looked really fun. I loved, like, the speedboat situation. Yeah. yeah that would be so much fun. Like, no, that it was not a lot even, of fun. Yeah, it's not even just, like, you get to go snorkeling. Like, the speedboat part would be really fun, too. Yeah, I loved this, too,
1: because Shaq and I actually, like, had – we got to talk for the entire boat ride out. And what I liked about Shaq is that, like, he he had a good personality. Like, he was very funny. And him and I were joking the whole time about the office, and we were making Aww. like office references. And I was like, "No way, you like the office too?" Like, that's hysterical. And he Aww. would say all these jokes. And I'm just like, "That's where it's." I look back, and not even to make me look better, yeah. But like just to have those memories. I wish that they showed, like, I showed know. that, yeah, because it's like. And the, it's like, I do, will not let Justin watch the show yeah. because it doesn't, everything I said and did is true, but it doesn't paint me in the best light where it's like moments like that. I would show him and Shaq on our date. Yeah. Justin loves the office. Like, and yeah. Justin played football, Shaq played football. It's not like a, uh, like romantic, it was never a romantic relationship. Like I want Justin to be able to see certain clips of me that are cute and funny and, You know, but there's really not much that I feel comfortable showing Justin
0: because I'm like, watch you and your ex on a TV show, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it's just
1: also like, I was like a different person back then, but it's clips like that where it's like, Justin and I literally, our favorite show is the office. And I wish I could be like, Oh my God, like, by the way, like one time I was on the seat and like, we were doing whatever. And I just can't because they're, they didn't include that stuff, but we had such a good conversation on the boat before we got to actual snorkeling and I'm pretty sure like it was Shaq's first time snorkeling or it was something like something with like the maybe the first time in the ocean like he had swam before he was a good swimmer
0: Erica has never fucking swam in the ocean I literally was blown away well, I mean, Kendall can't swim, but it was it was like the first
1: time Shaq did something and it was enjoyable to like share that moment with him. And it was cool. Like we bonded over that. Like it was a really fun day. And fun Aww. fact, when we were snorkeling, we saw a naked man snorkeling and I saw his penis <laughs> and there was a sea turtle. And I'm like, he's going to He's gonna snap your pee-pee off. You don't watch it. <laughs> snap your pee dead. We literally saw this man's penis. He did not give a shit. And then he's like swimming around, getting close to these sea turtles. And I'm like, dude, I His don't know. Balls
0: and Dick was just floating around in the ocean. You just For saw God. it. Yes, All and it? that was
1: that was an interview like question that they asked me afterwards. And again, they didn't. They didn't air it because you know how you know how that goes. There's like 35 interviews. How did you questions. feel seeing the random answer? Yeah, they were like, is there anything you want to add about like Chicken what else? You saw the ocean.
0: I'm yep.
1: So it was like this skinny little man just swimming around like butt ass <laughs> naked. I mean, it was definitely like, he definitely was like, did this frequently. And we were probably in his territory. So I'm like, go off. I am not judging you, but <laughs> sir, I am seeing your penis. <laughs>
0: like oh i'm crying okay so erica says that jesse's looking good she's Mm -hmm. like tan, the abs the curls the eyes okay girl i hear you i see Mm -hmm. you she's never swam in the ocean which i was shook by that growing up in la like i just i've never really i don't think i've met anyone that's never been in the ocean before yeah guys date kayaking so by the way you know (laughs) cracking up. So you know how my little ocean phobia came from me getting like basically almost drowning in a cave in Hawaii? Yes. So another cave incident that I had was kayaking in Catalina. I got like sucked into a cave because of the tide and i was like 13 years old so i literally have had two traumatizing incidents with caves and kayaks jesus i saw the kayaks and i was like trauma the time i almost fucking died in catalina you know what i don't know what the hell is up with me in ocean caves man i don't
1: like kayaking is one of those things where it's like the idea is same thing with paddle boarding it's the idea so of it is, yes, the idea is great. And then you actually do it and you're like, going, you're
0: going against the wind. Like, what the fuck did I get myself Dude. into? That's literally what happened is we went, I was in private school at the time. And part of like our science class was we did like a three day field trip to Catalina Island. Okay. And we had a ton of different activities like we did snorkeling one day we did all sorts of stuff and one day it was kayaking they put a bunch of seventh graders in fucking kayaks out in the fucking pacific ocean against like waves and tide i'm tiny okay i'm tiny Mm -hmm. now as like a 33 year old (laughs) woman (laughs) can you imagine what i look like as a 12 year old little kid in a fucking kayak okay it was like traumatic because i was working my little arms my ass off okay and i was getting Mm -hmm. sucked in you a whole ass game <laughs> okay.
1: yeah once you're going against that wind that current oh it's game over even as yeah. an adult like that no. is really not as is flattering
0: hard. yeah Okay, Kendall and Alexis—they're getting comfortable together. Alexis wants to know what the next step is with them. She's just going all in, balls to the wall.
1: I think it's just the girls are just like a little like aggressive. Like they want they want answers and they want it now. It's not one of those things where they're gonna like be patient. They're like, nah, like tell me now what the vibe is and let's get going. Yeah.
0: Um and you can
1: just tell by her smile and the way she's looking at him. Like she's like, yeah. so there's no rules with like a little smirk, and he's yep.
0: like, <laughs> Yep. He says him and Erica are both in their own world. He wants to fully dive into the experience, and she confirms with her little smirk that there's no rules for him. Mm-hmm. Tom likes Sophia's essence. <laughs> <laughs> This is the scene that I talked about earlier that gave me the ick. Yeah, so, I think you it was this. <laughs> it fucking killed me. I was like, wow, you tried doing something and it failed. It failed mm. real miserably. <laughs> he likes her essence. He puts the flower in her hair. I liked when he put the flower in her hair. She yeah. says her heart is racing and tells him not to look at her. And then he says, he's like, or what? And he said it in a way that like, it just didn't give what I think he was trying to give. You know what it, I mean? It, it almost it almost got like
1: serious, and it she got, was confused. Like, creepy. She got confused, and then she like, eh, and
0: he's like. Just kidding. really, It it got really weird, man. It was like, I get what he was trying to do because I'm not going to lie. If I was really into a guy and he said it the right way, the way that would like make me a little tingly, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, say that shit again. But he didn't do it like that. (laughs) He said it in a weird way.
1: It was very like random too. Like, I don't know. It changed the vibe. It changed the vibe, man. But I will say, I feel like she was good at um, laughing it off.
0: Yes. Like yeah. I'm
1: the type where it's like, oh, I can't hide that shit. Like I'm like, I would have giggled it
0: off too. I would have been like, okay, okay, we gotta, I would have tried to fix it. <laughs> I would have been like, we gotta we gotta fix this moment. would have tried trying. to fix it. <laughs> so <laughs> oh she kisses him on the cheek
1: mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, I will put in my notes. If this whole thing feels awkward to me, not right or natural, the in-part giggling got more natural. I think she kind of fixed yeah. the situation. Yeah, Chelsea says she's nervous hanging out with Blake, and he says we'll just drink some more. And I was like, honestly, yeah, I I, feel that. (laughs) I was like, I I get that. That's what I need. I need a little like liquid courage when I really like someone. Absolutely. She thinks she's being distant, um, but after the drama that happened the night before, she wants to see where he's coming from. And she really didn't think there would be anyone that she would connect with. And she really likes spending time with him. And that's a little scary to her. He says that he doesn't expect her to tear her walls down right away. And I did love when he said, you know, I think we are tearing that wall down a little bit at a time. I was like, oh, that's cute.
1: Yeah. And, well, I mean, and that's when it's just, like, you compare Blake to, like, some of the single girls. And you can just kind of see the difference of how – yeah. It, you don't have to be aggressive. super aggressive. You can still get what you're looking for in a different way. Yeah. Like you can do it with t- – like building trust, time, and patience.
0: And that's where it's like – Building trust, man. You can move mm-hmm. now if you build trust. <laughs> Seriously. You um, Jack. Oh, wait. Yeah.
1: They, I was about to say they did me dirty with this angle.
0: I, like, you are so hard
1: on yourself. I think
0: you look pretty all the time.
1: Oh, you're sweet.
0: No, I'm not just saying that. You know I'm a brutally honest person. You look bad, I would tell you. You, I think you look great all the time. I do appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So... You say that you knew whatever you and Shaq would do would be fun. You love that you're always laughing together. And he's totally smitten with you. Mm -hmm. He talks about how he has butterflies. And he thinks that his ability to be vulnerable with you separates him from Corey. And he thinks the reason you're here is because after a year, he's still not open with you. Yeah. He seems pretty confident that he's going to win you over at this point in time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was true, though. I remember, like, confiding in Shaq, and that's, like, he hit the nail on the head with that. Like, I felt like, and I touched on this earlier, it came to a point where it was, like, every time I tried to talk to this kid, it was, like, I was the bad guy, or I was, like, you know what I mean? And then there were times where it's, like, I just wouldn't say anything, and then things would happen and build up, and then I would explode. Yeah. Like, I'm not justifying that, but it's also, again, who you're with and the way they communicate with you can. Your guys' communication
0: a lot. styles did not work together at all. No, I way. found
1: out so much after watching the show how he felt about me. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And, like, you. that was, that like hurt me the most is because I was like, you never told me you felt this way. Like, you and I were having parallel like journeys, and it's yeah. crazy that I was feeling this way, but like, I wasn't feeling it because you had told me about it before. It was like, I was blindsided in a sense where I'm like, oh, this is news to me. Yeah. Like, where has this been the last year and a half? Because I'm someone who was constantly communicating with you. And now all of a sudden you feel this way. And I'm just like,
0: huh. Like, how are you supposed to fix things in your relationship if you don't even know that there's an issue? Exactly. You know? Yep. Um, Kristen and Dave, she tells him that Julian has been ready to marry her. And that the cheating situation makes it hard for her to believe, like, to believe in him, basically. And that she's yes. just here for clarity. Um, Julian, he's on a – who is he on a date with? Is that Tula? It's Yeah. Okay. So he's on a date with Tula. She asks him what happens if Kristen can't let go of that resentment over the cheating in the past and decides to leave the island solo. And, again, Julian just – I'm I'm a diehard Julian fan. Uh-huh. He says it's going to be a process to process that and it will hurt and suck. But because he loves her, he would have to let her go if that's what she wants. Aww. I know, man. And in the confessional, he's super, super confident about leaving together. Um, He admits that he was super, super confident about leaving together at the start of the journey. Uh And now the possibility of her outgrowing him is setting in and it's kind of scaring him. Yeah. I just love him because he's still just like confident, just like alpha, but then he can be vulnerable and like admit that he's scared. Like that's, he's just a real one. Yeah. He's a real one. Yep. Girls Villa, you guys are making salsa, guac, hell yeah, taco night, here for it. Yeah. I was like, this looks good. It made me hungry. Oh yeah. Erica being surprised by the guys cooking because she's all the one she's always the one doing it. She's wanting a guy who can cook. Um, and then she's like, something that I'll add to my list. Like, girl, you gotta add more than just cooking to your list.
1: I know. Also, I love her hair though in this. Um Yeah, I loved it too. Uh, I
0: love it natural. Yeah, it's I need so to pretty. Wear it, like that more often. And her outfit I love her outfit, Yeah, too. but yeah, that was
1: Hilarious! I'm like Erica. No, I was like on,
0: Erica. And... No, the bare minimum, bro. Yes, yes. The bare freaking uh, minimum. Ugh. Chelsea admits she has feelings for Blake, and she takes yep. you outside to go on a chat. Mm-hmm. She's like really overwhelmed. She says that she has feelings, and she's feeling things that she's never felt before. He wants to be that. Sh- oh, she's talking about Tom. How Tom wants to be that shoulder for everyone to cry on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm getting things mixed up. She's venting to you about Blake and mm-hmm. his, like, relationship to the other single guys in the house and yeah. the drama and stuff. She says he wants to be that shoulder for everyone to cry on, and that's what my boyfriend does. And yeah. I don't feel special. Yeah. And she's really emotional when she's mm-hmm. talking about this. Yeah.
1: I do want to say, though, that, that Blake would also do this thing where, like, they show – like, Chelsea and Blake spent a lot of time together. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But – There were also moments where, like, Blake would be like pulling me aside to talk to me alone, pulling Kristen aside to talk to her alone, pulling Erica. Like, he was way too worried about everyone else. And I think it started to annoy Chelsea in a sense where it's like, all right, like, you should be investing your time into me and not like trying to play like Cupid or like Matchmaker with everyone else. Like, you know what I mean? So it it was one of those things where Blake literally would talk to everyone not just the singles but us too and Chelsea would kind of be like you know not waiting around for him but like confused as to why he was doing that. Yeah. And I mean I agree. Listen, Justin is a Leo. He's so personable, he's super friendly, he's super outgoing, but I'm like, listen. There are times where I'm like rein it in, okay? Yeah. You yeah. know, like I love your personality and that's what attracted me to you. But at the same time, I do agree with Chelsea in a sense where it's like, you don't need to be best friends with everyone. And you don't need to like know everyone's shit, like focus on what's important. And if I'm what's important, then like. Yeah,
0: I I hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound controlling, but like. No, no. Like I, um, cause I've talked to you about this in the past, like how I've kind of gotten in trouble in the past because I have a naturally flirty personality Mm -hmm. and like, I am very friendly and bubbly and some might, mistake that for flirting when it literally to me, it doesn't mean anything at all. But there's been guys that I've been with there. There's like Casey, like rain it in, like eyes, right. like they're thinking that you're into them when you're not. So I mm-hmm. get what you mean. Like, cause I've been on the other side of it. Like I've been the yeah. person that's been getting in trouble for that. So yeah. like, this, is I get it. About- you got to rain it in sometimes. I will say,
1: I will say, though, Justin doesn't, like, flirt with anyone else. I just am more, like
0: (laughs) – Don't put your energy into, like, people that aren't in your immediate circle. Yeah,
1: I get it. And that's where I'm, like – I agree with where Chelsea's coming from in a sense where when it comes to Blake. Like, it's, like, you're giving so much of your attention to, like, everyone else whether it be girl or guys
0: and people that like i am not even trying to be mean. it's a people people that don't really like matter at the end of the day well that's the thing and that's (laughs) like i've had to have this
1: conversation with justin more than anything because like he is such a like unintentional like he's his like mindset is always like make people around him happy and like no i don't want to like yeah like people please i guess you could say yeah but i'm like you're getting worn thin when it comes to work when it comes to like you know, people in your life who live far away, like you're always the one who is trying to like please everyone, and you
0: need to take care of yourself and your family
1: take care of yourself exactly. yeah, and like it's like, I love him for that. But at the same time, it's also like, I don't want to see you getting upset when yeah. you're not getting it reciprocated. Yeah, and it's obviously different than the Blake situation. but, I agree with Chelsea when it's like it's kind of hard to be with like a people pleaser all the time. Oh yeah, it'd be exhausting. It's like, what are your intentions? And with Tom, he's clearly flirty. That's so what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. He's was like, like clearly, clearly flirting. Like what I was doing. And then you see someone like Blake, and now Chelsea's questioning. Okay, well, are you just naturally like a friendly, outgoing person, or are yeah. you flirting? Like, what's yeah. the deal?
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, Chelsea, she doesn't want anyone to play with her motions. And then you tell her to explore other options because that's why she's there. Yeah. And that's how that whole convo kind of ends. We go over to the guys' villa. It's kebab night. They're playing Jenga. Katrina is in the confessional. She doesn't like the competition aspect of the show. And she says, you already said it, it's like the Hunger Games but with dating. And then she's sitting down oh god this whole conversation made me literally Uh, my ears were bleeding yeah i was like (laughs) you literally texted me at the same time that i was gonna text you and bitch about this whole fucking moment because it literally made me want to just curl up and just pretend i'm not a woman because (laughs) these these type of people just freaking irk me She's sitting down and she's like bitching about the girlfriends and the relationship she starts out i mean if it was sunshine and rainbows you wouldn't be here bitch and honestly like low-key facts okay like i we're kinda, not arguing with you there we're not arguing with you there okay but all of these girls applauding kendall oh my god okay they, the fact that they don't see 500 trillion billion red flags is mind-blowing to me But this is my thing is that the fact that they see Kendall
1: as such a admirable, like, like, They were talking about him. Like he is just like willing to cheat. He's the only one that's willing to cheat. And they're like, Yes. These guys need to be more like Kendall. Yes. Kendall's the only like, this is what I took out of what she was saying. Because Kendall is the only one willing to cheat. He's the only one getting any anything out of the experience.
0: That is so far from tr- the truth. Dude, it really blew my mind, this whole conversation, because I was like, okay, this is like, these type of girls, like, I just could never, I can't relate. Can't relate, dude. My like, mind, you can have, we have good, different brains for well, sure. Well, it just,
1: it just bothered me because so I'm like, you can have a good experience and take something out of the show without having to cheat. And with our season, like, 65, 70% of us did. Like, I'm
0: confused. Like, because I'm going to keep it real right now. If they want to talk about, like, oh, getting something out of the experience and growing, let's get real. From season one, who would you say had the most growth? I would say me. I would say Nicole over the over years since the mm-hmm. show. Okay. We yeah. don't have cheaters. We definitely had the most growth. Mm-hmm. Our they lives just are drastically different. Fatalizing
1: this yeah. man
0: you have had a crazy amount of growth since your season Mm -hmm. you weren't a cheater erica crazy amount of growth different life thriving Mm -hmm. she wasn't a cheater all the people that were actually good people that were true and honest and like really like took this experience and like changed their fucking lives were all good people that didn't cheat yeah kendall where the fuck is that dude he's irrelevant Well, it's just, like, the fact that, again, they,
1: like, were, like – they were wanting and wishing that the three other guys were like Kendall because he's the only one that would actually, like – pursue something sexual is like mind-blowing
0: mind-blowing like
1: that is what you look for in a man question mark like I'm just confused
0: yeah no it was weird and I'm not even trying to like you know I'm all about like I hate mean girls and I love like women supporting women but this conversation I was like I literally would have to leave the conversation otherwise I would be pissing a lot of girls off I would have to walk away yeah it was tough to watch I was like damn she literally said we were we just said it, but she's Katrina's looking at Alexis. She's like, he's taking the – situation and she's dead ass, okay? She's serious when she's saying this shit. He's taking the situation seriously. And Alexis is grinning and giggling like she won like a fucking prize, okay? But that's what I'm like <laughs> and then fucking Katrina's like, more people need to be like Kendall. Like, oh my oh. god. I was like, They, I hope to God that now that they're like removed from this, and if they ever rewatch this, they realize how insane they look. He's taking—he's the only one taking the situation seriously. He's what about this man? Is serious? Shit. The other three so
1: far are taking this seriously. Like I am so confused, and also like I didn't realize like how much Katrina actually speaks i'm not even kidding in this season and now it's like the things that come out of her mouth sometimes i'm like oh like i don't know if it was like a facade or if they were cropping shit a certain way but girl like it's not a good look
0: yeah yeah so that whole conversation literally blew my mind so (laughs) Alexis she says that she feels sexual energy with Kendall and she's kind of speechless because she thinks they're ready for the next step I just, the next just, step what is the next step I'm just like dude like I keep saying it but it's like you guys do not know these people like I just mm-hmm. I wish I could kind of like go inside of like This experience is a single, so I can kind of feel what they feel. But I'm just like, dude, we like don't at the end of the day, you truly don't know these people. What do you mean you're ready for the next step? You met him. You literally put out your hand and shook him, shook his hand and said, Hi, my name is Alexis. Nice to meet you less than a fucking week ago.
1: No, I literally (laughs) think she deadass met like, I'm ready for the next step. Like I'm ready to just like have sex. I think she's ready. Yeah. No, she didn't. It reminds me of the girl from your season. Who's the girl from your season that I like didn't really care for? The like um I don't know. Buddha girl that was like throwing herself on Carl. Brittany. It's giving the same energy where it's like Yeah, it is you are so energy. obsessed with like trying to get because A like man. this is and, and this where it's like like throwing your hoo-ha
0: at someone isn't gonna make them fall in love with you no people it's, fall in love with your personality like what you're about if you're like have good sex together that just like makes things even better but he's not gonna fall in love with you over your punani
1: that's <laughs> why i feel like that's where it's like they're like we need to move on to the next step and i'm like okay like maybe talking about like maybe go on a second date why don't you find maybe out we'll like do- does he have does he have siblings like what are his parents <laughs> like <laughs> does he have a brother (laughs) yeah like not like oh what's your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) oh we just took it (laughs) i said i said not like
0: oh Uh, i'm talking about a lot of penises tonight (laughs) i know dude you really are (laughs) so she tells him she's tired because she's trying to get laid and Mm -hmm. yeah he hugs her good night And then he says he thinks he's building something legitimate with Alexis. And then they like walk upstairs to the bedroom. He says the level of intensity from date one to date two has jumped and he Mm -hmm. wants to keep it going. Her arms, her body language are like crossed when she goes in the bedroom, because I think she's obviously trying to like have sex. And he's obviously like unsure at this moment in time. Like the whole, the vibe is off. Okay. It seems awkward as hell. Again, it reminds me of the
1: situation with like – I think it was Brittany and Carl where it was like she was kind of just like standing
0: in there like, all
1: right, I want you to say it. Yeah. And then let's go. But like I'm not going to be the one. And like she wasn't leaving. The whole thing (laughs) was –
0: Awkward as hell. Okay, I yeah. would have taken the queue and been like, "Okay, I'm gonna go sleep in my bunk bed." Like, yeah, is, like not happening. I mean, God, it's also like I
1: have to go to sleep. You have like, <laughs> tell me what you want in two minutes, or I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I'm all not right, doing. Let's this, let's get this party we're going. This, I'm we're not playing this, this cat this cat yeah. and mouse game. Like, I'm going to bed.
0: <laughs> no, oh my god. Um. Also, side note, this bedroom that they're in, I mm-hmm. shit you not, that was my exact bedroom on my overnight date with Val. Really? That was my fucking bedroom. I don't know if it was like the exact same one, but the layout, everything about it—my literal wow. bedroom for my overnight date. Wow. But wild. I saw it and I was like, "Oh, that looks familiar." I right. definitely That is the bed I slept in. Like, You're like been there, that's done that. The slider, the jacuzzi's right outside of yeah. the slider. Like, I oh, knew the whole thing. Wow. Wait, what just happened? Dramatic piano music. Okay, what? <laughs> sorry you guys that was random is it gone yeah it's gone yeah okay so that was my bedroom I just wanted to throw that out there because I saw it and I was like oh my god I've been in there that's crazy okay so we already talked about it they're dancing around this whole situation it's freaking weird as hell and then she says I've never had a great guy like Kendall before she's having the best time of her life and this is a fairy tale blossoming (laughs)
1: <laughs> dude, the bar must have been very low. I'm sorry.
0: The a bar great is in guy. Hell. The bar is Ugh. in the depths of fucking hell, dude. I just like, cannot. If,
1: <laughs> like, if a she fairy-tale really said that I know I okay that part too the, the she can keep in the part where she said I'm having a I'm having so much fun like yes but a great guy life. like Kendall
0: and a fairy tale blossoming for me a fairy tale is like a guy like driving across the country showing up on my doorstep with like a yes. handwritten letter like professing his fucking love yes. to me and then like we get married and have the most incredible wedding and just fly off into the fucking distance yes, yes. This fucking idiot on Temptation Island who I'm trying to fuck in this fucking villa with a bunch of cameramen. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a fairy tale blossoming. This is a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> and also like the clips that we're seeing of the two of them talking, he's
1: not saying anything with much substance. No. So I'm like, where is this great guy coming from? Where is this fairy tale coming from? Like, it's not like if it was like Shaq's personality in like, in Kendall's body or whatever where it's like Shaq was very much like you're like you're super cool like I'm into you like the way yeah. that he would talk to me was very like he made me feel super special Kendall's so I don't calculated that. that's what I'm saying like there's no even like I don't even see it, him trying to like no. manipulate her that's why I'm so confused like we have to be missing something because yeah. I don't get it
0: yeah me either Kendall tells her that she can stay if she wants to. Okay, if any man told me that I'd be like, "Okay, obviously I'm going to go sleep in my bunk bed." Like, you can stay, stay if, if you, want. you if want to? Absolutely not. Like, you're ripping my clothes off and throwing me in this bed and not letting me leave, or I'm fucking leaving. Like, no. It, Whenever I-
1: it's ended with like, "if you want to." Like, uh, it's like so you don't want me to. Like, yeah. I'm confused.
0: Yeah, he seems unsure. They keep awkward hugging. And then the music temptation on the music at the end of this episode is just great. It's just dramatic as hell for usual. And it's just
1: like him squeezing
0: her butt and it yeah. just ends awkward. Awkward. I'm that sorry a- if we, we went on we went in on a few people, so I apologize, but you know what? We're just we're saying how we feel based on what we're watching. Listen, <laughs> and the truth
1: always comes out, yeah. Whether it be in two years, ten years, five years, I'm sorry. It's going to come out. But I do feel like that was a good episode. I do too. I loved it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm
0: into this season. I love being so removed from it watching it. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm, I love it. I'm like, oh, no, like,
1: I really do. And like, I'm seriously like, I'm, I'm, i really, I'm seriously watching it from an unbiased opinion. Yeah. Same.
0: Like, I'm not even kidding. It's great. It's good. It's good vibes, man. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, this is what viewers. I'm like, damn, like I get why viewers kind of lose it over TI. Like shit's freaking yeah. good, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good season <laughs> um okay anything else that we need to say before we wrap it up nope I think that's it okay you guys oh wait um we need to announce a winner for the hat oh yes okay I wanted to ask you th- let me just double I'm gonna look at the reviews again because some you guys I'm just gonna apologize right now so if you guys left a review the last like day or two they probably haven't shown up yet on Apple Podcast because they show up like a little bit later. Um, but Aaron, I think you DM'd me about this one. I think this is the one that I think should be the winner. Let me know. The one where they said, best podcast host, best podcast flow. These two women have the best attitude and keep their listeners entertained the whole time. They have the best relationship together as well as solo, and they know how to come back as a strong unit to make a number one podcast. 10 out of 10 for me all day, every day. Five stars for every listen. Keep it up, ladies with a heart. Ooh. Yeah, I do like that one. That's a I know really that, good one. And that's the one that we both, I put it up and you, we both liked it. So yeah, that one, I'm going to go through all the screenshots, you guys. The username for that one is K-P-R-E-H-A-B-A-P-N. And they put that review up on Friday. So I'm going to go through the screenshots that you guys sent in the DMs. But that is our winner because it's descriptive. It's long. You guys are really hyping us up. And I'm here for it.
1: There was was effort. I feel like the two things that Casey and I look for or moving forward are gonna look for just based off of our personalities is effort. Yes. But also if you leave one, that's like funny as shit. Yes.
0: (laughs) We want to giggle. We love to giggle over here. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, you guys, that's the winner for the tempted hat. Um, it's cute. It's black, it says tempted question mark Mm -hmm. embroidery. It's adorable. So if that's you, if that's your username, DM me on It's Tempting Pod Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go follow It's Tempting Pod Instagram. Please go like and follow Spotify, Apple Podcast, leave a five-star mm-hmm. review, leave a review, go check out merch. I just shipped out orders today. Um, the mentally ill and cute hoodie, man. You guys freaking love that one. I love yeah. that. You- <laughs> we love that you love it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. That Alrighty, we you guys we'll also props to us for getting another episode out two weeks in a row on Friday period period queen. (laughs) Okay. You guys love you all. Bye. Bye.